Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. Yes. To talk to Neil, call 567-0560 toll free for Dave and Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. <laughs> President Clinton is about to address the nation in a rare evening news conference. The White House is anticipating questions about Whitewater. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir, in the back. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's relevant, but uh, I got another underwear question. I think it is highly relevant. Oh, well, cool. Well, could, could you show us your underwear? Could I do it? Yes, I could. <laughs> Oh, those are great glow-in-the-dark bullwinkles. Has Janet Reno seen those? I have asked Janet Reno to look at it. <laughs> That's great. Hey, well, thanks for the show. Thank you for asking. This is CNN. I was an altar boy once who was young and young. My priest said to me, son, Nobody knows what the priest had to do after that I would blow till his balls were down on my knees. He had me down on my knees. Oh, right. He said, you know how to please. Come on and satisfy me. I want you down on your knees. Father, daughter, you have still to see. You're one I wonder for above me. I was an altar boy. For it's where we're to bed. That no more. And I'm still not I'm happy uh, Wednesday to you. By the way, let's see how observant this audience is today. Let's see just how careful these people were watching last night, which all of us were watching the State of the Union address last night in its entirety, right? Yes, yes we were. Who was the last person standing right there in the doorway as the president made it as he wandered out after the speech and shaking hands with everybody and everybody slapping him and high-fiving and uh, grabbing Who was the last hypocritical person? I don't want to give any clues like banana-colored outfit. That was there with a big smile on her puss. I don't know if that was her daughter or who the hell that was with her there. Making sure that she was taking uh, advantage of the photo opportunity, smiling for the camera, and just practically squeezing the president's genitals there. She was just fawning. Fawning. I don't want to give any hints. I don't want to say Gilda Ratner. I don't want to give you any clues. Who was that in the doorway there just as he was about to leave the chamber? Who was that unbelievable banana-colored piece of crap? Any any interest yet? Anybody call with the answer? Come on, let's go. Let's hear it. By the way, thanks uh, to the morning crew for faxing me over 
or for a great postcard they got. This is beautiful. We don't get a lot of mail on this station because probably, especially the sports shows, I wouldn't imagine get too much mail because most of those people can't, you know, read or write. By the way, nice going, Bubba, on that social promotion last night. Oh! Everybody says social security was the most important thing you talked about last night. They got the first half, the first word right. Social security wasn't the most important thing he mentioned last night. Social promotion was the most important thing he talked about last night. And I'm trying to remember if those constipated Republicans who seem to have crazy glue in their chairs and couldn't get their asses up out of the seats, except for uh, Sammy Sosa and Rosa Parks, but other than that, they couldn't get their asses up out of the seats, and for Hillary, of course, because they're terrified of her. But I'm trying to remember if they actually stood up. Well, as a matter of fact, I'm sure they didn't stand or applaud for that because they're anti-education. So all the things that the president talked about having to do with public education, they just sat there like, uh, oh, is this over yet or what, you know? And wasn't that interesting, too, by the way, speaking of constipated Republicans, watching how most of the time they sat on their asses and you saw this tremendous political division, all the Democrats with standing ovations and the Republicans sitting a little bit of polite applause, maybe. And then every now and then one of them would see, they must have monitors in that uh, chamber. They must be aware of when the cameras are on them, like that Kennedy and uh, a couple of the other real right-wing assholes. And every once in a while, they would look at, oh, and all of a sudden, they'd start, yeah, a little more enthusiasm because they could tell the camera was on. But here's a great postcard, by the way. Anybody got the answer to our question? Might have a big prize for it, but I doubt it. Miami Beach, hello. Hello, yes. yes. I, I just want to make a comment on Ileana gross Leighton stealing the spotlight last night. She stole it, yeah, <sighs> with that banana-colored outfit of hers. Awful, and I cannot, I mean, she virulently against the president. Right. Can't even say his name without spitting. She's been going pa 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 pa. And in fact, as soon as you mention the word Monica Lewinsky, she starts going hysterical, kissing his ass and pushing that little girl for a photo. Who was that little girl? Was that her kid? It's gotta be her daughter. I think it's her daughter. Isn't that sweet? Isn't that nice? She's there a photo opportunity with her little punky kid with El Presidente. It's sickening, sickening. And then McCollum, that tight ass. Ugh. And Trump Thurman, they need to all retire. Did you, did, when he talked about, uh, did you see when he made the comment about in the year 2020 or whatever the hell he was talking about, and the president, whoever he or she is, and the place went nuts, and Strom Thurman sat there, ho, 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 like, like, <laughs> what a concept, huh? Strom Thurman, it was hard, it's all he could do to not, like, throw things when he talked about Rosa Parks. Yeah. Because Strom Thurman was the one that probably He was throwing stuff down. at her, yeah. He and, the, he and Bob Bird were throwing the old clan the magazines at her. <laughs> all right, that's all I get to say. Okay, thanks, okay. Uh, thanks for your personal cases out there. You go right off the bat. Oh! I saw it was that goddamn Roseanne, Rosanna Danilaire last night. Ileana gross Leighton, you phony bitch. Phony, 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 ass-sucking Cuban bitch. That's what you are, okay? A professional panderer. She ought to be working at the Herald in her spare time. She ought to be in charge of the goddamn editorial page. And also, she should be in charge of the chiropractic department over there because they bend over backwards so much at the Herald pandering. You slimy little bitch, you. Ileana Gross-Leighton. Yeah, she's been one of the most vocal critics. But after uh, he's coming out of there and everybody's quelling for this, I mean, he played them like a fiddle last night. He was laughing at these right-wing Republicans, these constipated, phony hypocrites there, as they sat there glued to their seats. And then the one time they actually finally got up over something like, uh, you know, God and mother and the country, something they couldn't possibly resist uh, with an ovation. And he made the comment about, gee, I like that uh, kind of teeter-totter uh, over here one side to the other, laughing at him. Nice going, Bubba. Oh! Stick it to him, sweetheart. You know, I was never that much of a big of a fan of his to begin with. I thought he was okay. He was the buffer. 
He was the buffer that kept us away from the right-wing fascist complete takeover. But you know something? As time goes on, I like him better every day. How do you like that? I like Bubba a lot. And any guy that's up there getting blowjobs in his spare time can't be all bad anyway. What the hell's wrong with that? I think most Americans secretly admire that. Which, by the way, Ellen Goodman's got a great, oh, God, great calm today. Did you see about this, uh, this doctor that got fired from the Journal of the American Medical Association, the JAMA, because she did this research on what college students think is uh, constitutes sex and discovered that 60%, in the study she did, 60% of college students think that oral sex isn't sex. There's a lot of interesting stuff in here, okay? I mean, we know that oral sex isn't sex, isn't it? No. Of course not. Which I think ought to make the priest a hell of a lot happier today. Uh-huh. Right. That's right. Blowjob isn't sex. It's just uh, bonding a little bit. Well, what are you laughing about? Or a blowjob is not sex. Getting to know you. Getting to blow, no, blow you. Right. Remember that song? <laughs> I remember that. Whose who's theme song did that used to be? Da, 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 da. Oh, Carl D'Souza on WBZ in Boston years ago. Oh, I'm dating myself now. Yeah, they used to sing that. Getting to blow you, whatever. You know, when your dress is bright and breezy, whatever. When it goes up in the air, like Marilyn Monroe. What was that movie, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof? Was that the one? Seven Year Itch. No. The dress blowing up? That was Seven Year Itch? Trust me. Or was that Liz Taylor? Where she was standing up. On the on the subway uh, grade. On the grade, yeah. And most guys said it was great. I I said, who cares? I like the wee wee. I never did it. I heard all the reasons. I know that it will hurt inside. I know that. It is vile and I never have tried. I just hope that when I do, he doesn't have piles. They're saying, people say it's not quizzy, my sexuality is be. That's why when I see guys, I get an erection. I'll invade his private place, don't ever have to see his face. Who knew that a man's butt is a kinky playground of fun? Will you fudge back him? 1015 at 560 WQM. So here's this postcard that they faxed over from the morning show to uh, all you nice gentlemen. This is addressed to uh, Jeff DeFlores, Joe Rose, and uh, Goldstein. Goldstein, not with the first name. Oh, by the way, did we wish happy birthday to Geldy yet today? Somebody ought to. <laughs> happy birthday, Geldy, in spite of that voice. But anyway, here's the postcard that says to all you nice gentlemen, thank all you folk for the informative sport information. Keep in mind, this is one of the sports crowd now, okay, one of the sports nerds. We all want you to work at 560 WQAM. We enjoy your program. Mike Ranieri had a job at Waxy Radio, and he should have stayed there. Neil Rogers hates, in capital letters, hates all of you, or as everybody knows, he hates Brooke, Brooks Daniel. Rick and Suds kiss Neil's ass and give him a BJ whenever Neil demands. Good luck, signed Charlie and friends. And on the side of the car, just because they ran out of room, Neil tried to get Brooke Daniels fired. You also fired from job. Okay? 
How do you like that? I'm trying to get the morning team fired. <laughs> Which, by the way, they were supposed to be in the building with us today. Today was supposed to be the big momentous day. Our program director, such as he is, and boy, he is. Uh, Bluff Lindsay was here yesterday afternoon at 2 o'clock, reminding me that he had a lot of work to do in the other building. Now, what's his excuse going to be now, by the way? Once they all move over into this building upstairs? Because he's been using that for 13 months on me, and I'm sure for a lot longer than everybody else. Oh, well, uh, you know, I'm not even in this building. I'm over there. You know, I'm, I'm not here. I'm there. I'm not, whatever. You know, like a uh, shadow boxing routine. Now you see him, now you don't. But anyway, he told me that the uh, worst team was going to be doing the show upstairs this morning. Were they up there? No. No. As we continue having just a few little problems, first it was going to be what? I know, realize that we're at QAM, okay? It's the Greg Reed way. But like the consultant used to tell me, at the end of the day, as soon as somebody uses that expression with me, at the end of the day, I know that they're full of crap. That's one of the great procrastinating lines in history. At the end of the day, if you give him enough time, sooner or later he might get something done. Like our program director. <laughs> at the end of the day. So thanks for uh, faxing me over that great postcard from Charlie and his buddies, who I'm sure are listening right now, by the way, because I'm going to get Book Daniels started. <laughs> oh, by the way, did I mention yesterday that Jeff Hive says Book Daniels show sucks? <laughs> He was at the macaroni. He got on the public address announce uh, in the between periods of the Buffalo game the other night. And uh, the Jeff High, the uh, big fat tub of lard from the sales department over there, told everybody that the Brooke Daniels show blows on, uh, on the, whatever they call it, stupid talk. Okay, here's some nasty stuff about some minister in Jensen Beach who's in big trouble. We'll get to that. God, we got just way too much stuff here. I'm sounding like somebody else. But anyway, social promotion. Let me ask you, okay? What a great thing he said last night about how should, why should any young person in this country get a diploma from high school and then not be able to read it. Nice going, Bubba. Sounded like something I've been saying for the last 500 years, preaching over and over again with all this bubonics crap. I would like to suggest, because we have many, you'd be amazed at how many dark-complected people we have in this listening audience. You'd be shocked. Yeah, That's right. I would like to suggest to you, okay, before anything else, Stop saying acts. That one one day at a time. Let's take this one day at a time. In honor of Rosa Parks, who sat up there last night. Nice going, Rosa. She refused to get up out of the seat on the bus. Thank God for Rosa, okay? But at any rate, in honor of somebody. One day at a time. One word at a time. Stop saying words that don't exist. Stop mispronouncing words. Stop letting your kids be functionally illiterate. By the way, it's not only young people. 50%. Wait till you hear this one. Picked up this info over the weekend, reading a very interesting article. 50% of all Americans 65 years and older are functionally illiterate. Oh. All right. Not just in South Florida either, by the way. 50%, one out of two, every American 65 or over is functionally, they, they be functionally illiterate. So that part that he was talking about, about education, that was the most important part. And that's when the Republicans really just glued that. They screwed themselves down into the ground into those chairs. I didn't realize that they had the swivel chairs in Congress there, but they were like swiveling down into the ground, making sure that their ashes remained tightly uh, glued to the chair. Because when it comes to education, I mean, uh, they, they're not too fond of that. They like tax cuts for the rich, which sounds okay to me. Not that I'm rich, but uh, closer to that side than poverty. Tax cut sounds good, but that's not where it's at. And, they, and did you notice how they really, in fact, Kenneth Starr must have been like spinning cartwheels somewhere. He must have been having a nervous breakdown since he was one of the attorneys for the tobacco companies, which is one of the many reasons he hates Clinton like poison. 
And when he started talking about the fact that the Justice Department is going to file a federal lawsuit against the tobacco companies, then the Republicans just, just, they were underground. Some of them actually went underground. They had to start crawling out from underneath the chairs. It was incredible. And then when he did the thing uh, there, toward the end of the speech where he did the thing about uh, all Americans deserve equal protection and the, the hate the crimes law and yada yada and about people uh, based on race and sexual orientation. And Barney Fagg was, I, I'm going to tell you something, it looked like he was sucking on a persimmon. He was so excited. Of course, he always looks like he's sucking on a persimmon or something. But he was just uh, foaming at the mouth. It was, it was quite a night, okay? And again, the polls this morning, the numbers they're showing on CNN, through the roof, up through the roof, baby. Now let's just hope Alan Greenspan... Oh, that's right. He's, uh, is he on there now? He's supposed, supposed to be speaking at 10 o'clock this morning. Let's hope he doesn't screw it up by opening up a big stupid mouth this morning. We want that market up at least another 200 points today, and it's got a long way to go. I'll be tuning in to Rick tomorrow to find out how it did. Boy, i got more stuff that people sent me today. Here's a great article from uh, the New York Times, Wednesday, December 9th, Better Late Than Never, about, ben, about ice cream and Ben & Jerry's in particular, which I'll get to. Also, they're touting now, they're touting this new uh, diet pill, which sounds real appetizing to me. You hear about this one? It's called Orlistat, trade name Zenical. It's been judged safe and effective enough for the U.S. market by an advisory panel of the FDA, who must have stock in whatever company makes this. Oh, Hoffman LaRoche. Hoffman LaRoche. The FDA usually follows, advises, recommendations, and Hoffman LaRoche expects a decision very, very soon, meaning your doctor will be writing your prescriptions for this since he can't give you no Fenfen anymore, no Redux and Fenfen. But the runner talking this morning about this great drug, and what does it do? It helps again. This goes back to this madness they have about dietary fat. It helps to avoid the absorption of fat. I think of it said about a third of the fat that you consume. The only problem is that there are side effects from Orlistat, okay? Have you heard the side effects? Intestinal cramping, gas, and oily or loose stools. Other than that, it's great. Let me say it again. Intestinal cramping, a cramping gas, I mean like lots and lots and lots of gas, and oily or loose stools. Right. Wow. Oily. Yeah. So if you eat at the wrong restaurant, you might look down your pant leg and discover you had the oily bird. Ooh. Yeah, oily. Which means, I guess, it's good for, like, getting rid of it. Just slide right out of there like uh, like crazy. Like like spraying uh, that Teflon spray right up your... Uh... Oh, rectum. Right. So there you go. If you want it, uh, check with your doctor. It'll be out any day now. And Hoffman LaRoche will be making a lot of money and buy the stock. Orlistad. Trade name Zenical. It's more more bullcrap, more lies. By the way, and I don't want to I don't want to get on the diet thing again, but I will just for one second. You know Barry Sears, who's written this book called The Zone, and then 500 other uh, zones, which uh, everybody and their brother has read the book, including me. I think it's uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a ripoff of the Atkins, very similar but not exactly the same. His newest book called The Anti-Aging Zone. And anyway, there are a couple of things in here that just make me want to pee in my pants that I just thought I would mention, just uh, you, you can believe it or not, as the case may be. One of the reasons, because everybody that goes on the Atkins, including uh, my doctor, uh, bitch about the fact that you gain the weight back so much faster, you know, when you go off the diet than on any other diet. And that's true. It says, research has indicated that the longer you stay in ketosis, the more your fat cells adapt so that they are transformed into fat magnets, becoming ten times more active and accumulating fat.
ten times more active. So in other words, once you go off the Atkins and you start going back on the other stuff, ten times faster on the Atkins you'll gain the weight back. So for those of you who are shaking your heads literally and figuratively wondering, what is, what, what's the problem here? That's the reason. Also, he says something that gives me great pause. And by the way, get those diet sodas out of here. Okay, I'm going to be drinking only my sole water from South Alcone from now on in this building. Those are for me. What? Those were for me. What do you mean they were for you? For you? For who? For you? Just decided you like. They're for, they're for they're diet Pepsi. I like diet Pepsi. Yeah. But they're not caffeine free, by the way. No. But when you hear this, I mean, it doesn't make any difference to you. But fat farts like me, it's and especially diabetics. It says some insulin is pre-stored in granules, which can be released rapidly, stored by your body. This gives rise to what is known as the first phase response. Anything that interacts with the sweet receptors in the mouth, including artificial sweeteners, will signal for the early release of this stored insulin into the bloodstream in anticipation that carbohydrates will shortly enter the system. How do you like that? So even diet sodas can cause your blood sugar to go, I won't say skyrocketing, but to go creeping up again. Because then your body anticipates something uh, sweet and sticky is coming in your mouth real soon. Oh, which gets me back to the Ben and Jerry's, which we'll get into, and also into Squirt, Squirt. this Monica business. Okay, 1026 at 560 WQAM. Neil Rogers, God. Never take off your underwear, only to find a great big old brown stain. Yeah. Man, it happens to all of us. It could be the fact that you didn't wipe your ass good enough. Or it could be hemorrhoids. Yep. Well, introducing Magic Fingers, the all-new anal ointment to cure hemorrhoidal itch. Magic Fingers. All right. Just a little dab there in your underwear, rub it between your cheeks. Oh, oh yeah. It's working oh, now. Oh, yeah, that feels better. Magic Fingers, the new anal ointment to cure hemorrhoidal itch. Because it's about time you got off your ass and did something about those hemorrhoids. Hey, people see you digging in the hall there, man, then you get your fingers all stinky. Oh, it's a bad deal. Magic Fingers. It does the scratching so you don't have to. Magic Fingers. Because it's a bitch. Oh, oh, oh you got a itch. Oh, oh. I think any of the guys in the NBA ever had a magic finger in their rectum. Well, that's something we can conjecture, I guess. Speaking of the NBA, by the way, which I don't really want to do it, but I just, I am just nauseated, revolted, and disgusted. But, uh, you know, it shouldn't surprise anybody. At the fact that there are people allegedly with an IQ larger than their penis size in this town talking about and even writing articles in the paper about, oh, gee, isn't it a shame that the Heat didn't get latrines free well? You see, th th it doesn't make any difference. What is, I've told you this before. How big a scumbag the guy is, but as long as you think he can play for your team or as long as you th think that he can entertain you, then uh, that's great. That's the American fucking way. Like these assholes, these morons, including some of you, that wasted 45 or 50 bucks to watch uh, the Bum of the Month fight on Saturday. With the low, let me say it again, like I said yesterday, the lowest form on the, not even on the human, on the subhuman food chain. Iron Mike, scumbag, doing his Jerry Springer routine there at the end of the first round with, an, with a big, fat, outer shaped pile of turd, okay? Wow. That was really, that was worth the 50 bucks, wasn't it? No. So at any rate, there you go with your NBA crap, okay? When their magic fingers in there. Wrecked each other's. Yeah, too bad we didn't get Latrine. Oh, gee. Maybe we can get Lawrence Phillips, teach him how to play basketball, okay? So anyway, Ellen Goodman says, technical sex. She says, well, well, here it is, the first anniversary of life with Monica, and someone finally got fired in account of sex. No, not Henry Hyde, the adulterer uh, lecturing us about broken oaths. 
not Bob Barr, the twice-divorced champion of the Defense of Marriage Act, not even Bill Clinton. The man fired is Dr. George Lundberg, editor of the Journal of the American Medical Association. Lundberg was canned after 17 years for printing a survey in this week's JAMA showing that 60% of college students think that oral sex isn't sex. The AMA summarily ditched the editor who brought JAMA from the medical backwaters to the two-cutting edge for inappropriately and inexcusably interjecting JAMA into a major political debate that has nothing to do with science or medicine. As for the notion that AMA is apolitical, this group traces its roots back to the days when doctors played golf on Wednesday afternoons and considered Medicare socialized medicine. Remember last year when the AMA wanted to endorse products for Sunbeam? Back in 1991, when Clinton was in Arkansas and Monica Lewinsky was still in high school, the study's co-author, Dr. Judy Reinish, was worrying about high-risk sex among college undergraduates. The issue was AIDS and STDs, not impeachment. But accurate information was hard to assess. If you ask students whether they'd had sex, how could you evaluate their answer? What was their definition of sex? Reinish then was directing the Kinsey Institute, whose wonderful folks shocked my parents' a generation in 1948 with data about masturbation, see Joycelyn Elders. This time, the researchers asked 599 students to answer specific questions. Would you say you had sex with someone if the most intimate behavior you engaged in was blank? The students were then to give a list of options. Everyone agreed that intercourse counted, but 2% also thought that kissing was having sex, while 18% thought that anal intercourse was not. Yeah, George is writing that down. Okay, he must have been one of those in the survey. And 60% of these conservative students didn't think that oral sex was doing it. Somewhere between the first and second Clinton administrations, the researchers broke this news to doctors at various conferences. Then last January, as Reinish remembers, we all hear these pundits, lawyers and senators, saying very strongly that all Americans believe that oral sex is sex. We had the data to show this wasn't true. So they finally wrote it up, sent their paper for the usual peer review process, and had it accepted. The rest is history, as is Lundberg. He's canned. He's out. I was not at all surprised that 60% of young people didn't count anything but intercourse. Haven't you heard of technical virginity, Reinish asks? There's also something called technical fidelity. So what is sex, asked Ellen Goodman. There's no right answer. It's what people think it is, says Reinish. Her definition of an unfaithful husband is, like mine, I tell my husband it's if he has a romantic candle at dinner. This all reminds me of the wonderful moment after my pre-Christmas speech in Hawaii when a woman with a thick Viennese accent brought down the house with a complaint that she didn't understand all this talk about sex in America. In Europe, she said, this isn't sex, it's foreplay. Maybe the Republicans are right. Maybe this impeachment isn't about sex after all, says Ellen Goodman oh. in the Herald today. Nice going, Ellen. So 60% of college students in this survey say that oral sex isn't sex. Well, so that's a majority, right? So a majority of the uh, college students would agree with the president, and evidently they would testify the same way. We didn't have sexual relations. We didn't even have sex because it was just a few blowjobs. And the part about 18% thought anal... Oh, those must have been the Cubans. That, that, no, seriously, those must have been the Cuban students in that school. 18% thought anal intercourse was not sex. Yeah, that had to be... Because you know that the... Rectum. We already did that survey on this show. That's the part of their heart's desire is the... Rectum. Right. Male, female, whatever. Okay, let's uh, take a call in Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Um, first of all, I want to say I, I think I need to get some new friends. I called all my friends up last night, find out they were watching the uh, State of the Union. They were all watching, like, uh, you know, uh, 
these stupid uh, half-hour sitcoms on TV. So I guess sitcom? people aren't really that concerned. Say sitcom, yeah. But uh, anyway, Ileana last night. Did you see when they when he walked by after the photo? How she uh, she was squirting in her pants. She was quelling. She was just she was like, running up and down the aisles and bubbling. She was effervescent. It was wild. I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? She's a panderer, like oh. like all her other pies on. She's a panderer. Like all these good right wingers, man. The the thing that I liked most about the speech was everything he's looking to do is for the future. And when you listen to the Republicans afterward, they want to do stuff for now, for now, and then they you know put Steve Largent on there and he's oh, I did not. I, I, I hate to break news. I didn't watch that. Oh, he you you would have you would have puked on your shoes had you seen what he was talking about. I mean, this about. morning they had Jim Bunning on there on one of the uh, morning talking head shows, and last night they got Steve Largent on. And then what's the black uh, Watt? Is that his name? The black uh, congressman from Oklahoma who's become who was in jail for eight million different things, and now all of a sudden is a good right wing born again a black uh, congressman I'm Republican. Not sure. I'm not sure. But Largent last night, he was talking about how he graduated from college and he married his high school sweetheart and the country is all about God. And this, and I was just like, I can't believe. They, they, they offered all these ideas up to rebut the president, but never said how they were going to get it done. You know, I mean, the president had a lot of great ideas, and yeah, most of them probably won't get done because he won't have the help from Congress. But I, think, I think Largent was doing Jim Zorn when he was playing for Seattle. I really think they were doing each other. I've always, guy, I've always believed that. At least the guy had ways of getting things done. He gave you ideas. Yeah. And it just, you know, the other thing was uh, Bonnie Frank last night. Talk about ready to squirt in his pants. Did yeah. you see him clapping after that? I, I just mentioned that. Yeah, okay, wow. have a great day. Okay, you're repeating my material. Sure. He was quelling. Like I said, it looked like he was sucking on a big persimmon. We have an open line in Broward, two and Dade. Come on, let's hear it for El Presidente. Let's hear it for Ileana Gross-Layton. Come on, let's get with it. And there's, uh, I don't understand, because Alan Greenspan's on there, ping on the parade again, saying, well, it's going to be difficult for the stock market to sustain these uh, these numbers and these gains. But in the meantime, now the market's going up. So in between, he must be saying something else. What is he saying on there, Alan Greenspan, real quick? Tandy Crow, Bob Franken, and... Oh, you're on the wrong channel. Turn on the 275, real quick, 275. We don't want to see that fat Candy Crowley again. 275. 275. It's not working. There it is. Okay, well, a detailed social security program. Okay, get him off of there. He's an old, he's an old fart. He makes me sick to my stomach. We say Chris Atkins could make it 1045 at 560 WQM. You're right. I'm starting to get a little, uh, <clears throat> that again in here. It is in here. Make no mistake about it. Put it on the record. Whatever the problem is, it is in this room right here. In this goddamn room. Anyway, here's the fact that says I was screaming at that Roseanne Danovich while she, uh, drooled over Clinton with that little fat, uh, obnoxious kid last night. I hope she gets run out of town on a rail by her fanatic right-wing friends. Clinton was terrific last night. Oh! Here's one that says, I've heard you talk about Congressman Kennedy and his resemblance to uh, Pete the Assassin Bolger. I never saw him until yesterday, and you were absolutely correct is what it says. Absolutely correct, sir. Kennedy is the same kind of bee-eyed, shifty, arrogant weasel Bolger is, someone who would stab his own mother, father, children, siblings in the back for the slightest personal gain. It made me sick just looking at him. Inside Edition has made Kennedy's behavior the olive, at the Olive Garden national news. You know that waitress that was bop, bop, bop behind his back and he tried to get her ass fired and then denied it and lied about it? Not that uh, Charles Kennedy or Pete Bolger would ever lie to us, of course. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. What are we doing now, George? What are we doing? Welcoming Jason to our studios. Oh, great. How are you doing, Jason? Who's got a big box in his hand of crap? And what are we doing with all the crap? Oh, we're just making a space on the counter for them to put their uh, stuff temporarily. Okay, so in other words, we're moving now during this show. We're going to be doing the uh, moving over process. Great. Let's hear it. Let's We can broadcast this live on the air. We can discover the contents of all the boxes over there from the other building. 
Incredible. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Uh, Neil? Yes, sir. Yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller. Okay. And I remember Carl DeSouza, he got me started oh, in the morning. Oh, God, yeah. He was great. Uh-huh. Okay, the reason I called, uh, back in 1977, my son worked in the Senate post office, and Strom Thurmond had just either gotten married or had another child. Mm-hmm. And at that time, around the Senate and throughout Capitol Hill, Senator Thurmond had a nickname, and it was Sperm Thurman. Yeah. And that's how we refer George to George? her to this day. That's uh-huh. right. And that's all I have to say. And God bless you. Thank you. And have a great day. Sperm Thurman, 96 years old, he's still doing it. How do you like that? This uh, this is going to be a short show today. Look at that. In fact, we can let the we can let Hank's uh, people all move in here right about 11 o'clock. Let's just run all of Let's do what they do on the morning show. Let's just back up all the spots now. We should be done by about 11.15. Huh? No, that's all like they do on a morning show. In spite of what Bluff Lindsay keeps threatening you, they're not going to do anymore. They still do it like almost every morning. And back up all the spots till the end of the hour. And then we'll come on and say goodbye about 11.20. And then they can uh, come in here. We can just broadcast the moving of all the stuff from the other building into our uh, temporary studio over there in the other room where George sits. Because here's our last call from Columbus, Ohio. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I called you the day I moved away from Plantation to come up to Columbus over the summer and... I've been without your voice on the radio, and I don't have it on the uh, audio net. But my buddy. Well, maybe I'll just come up there and do the show because it's uh, you're the only call I got. It's from out of town. This is, well, this the, is uh, the, yesterday. I do the Pavel Bure thing. No interest, none whatsoever. They don't know who he is. So this is uh, you know I'm I'm on the outs with this town. Well, I'm all I a, a tangent. All I get up here at a box score. They don't print anything about the hockey. Well, don't don't mention the H word, please. <laughs> anyway, I read that my buddy's been sending me videotapes of the TV show when I. After the TV the show is history. The TV show is off. It's done. It's it's out. Well, I got six hours worth of tape, and I keep watching it over and over again. Great. Uh, in any case, uh, I read the book Lost Rights that you recommended. Right. And it was a real eye opener. And there was an article in the Columbus paper this week about Corey Blount from the Lakers. Uh, it said he was pulled over by a trooper because the uh, tinting was too dark on his windows. Yeah. And uh, they just happened to have a drug dog, so the dog did its thing and didn't find any drugs, but found $19,000 in cash, which they took away from him. Yeah. Uh, to get the money back, the owner of the cash has to take the court, uh, the cops to court to prove otherwise. Now, this is interesting. The police undoubtedly would intervene if citizens began stealing squad cars and returning them only when the cops proved the vehicles were not being used for donut runs. Mm-hmm. But the the rules applying to citizens do not apply to authorities. Maybe that's why we have so many authorities. Yeah. Anyway, that sums up in a nutshell. But it's, a, it's a police state, baby. I've been telling people that for years. They think uh, it's some kind of a joke. That's the American fucking way. That's right. It's a goddamn police state. They do whatever the hell they want. Anyway, after six months of not hearing you, I can only say, Neil God, and I'll call back, and maybe you'll put me on hold one day to get another dose. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Have a great life. Bye. Okay, there's a guy that's freezing his ass off in Columbus, Ohio. He appreciates the show. He's calling down here. These bastards down in Dayton Broward. Same old story, you know. Same old tired story every day of my life. What's that, George? Is that your stub? Insurance cards. It's the 20th of January. Shouldn't you be getting your stub today? Not that I want to keep track of these things. You ought to be getting your stub today, mister. You better watch it. So, in other words, this ongoing process is going to take place now during our show the next four hours. They're going to be schlepping around here, running around with boxes full of crap. Not a lot. I don't. Is Hank doing his show here today? No. No, but the control room will be this room. Oh, they're going to use this control room during Hank's show today. Yeah. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I did watch the state of address last the night. The state of address, yeah. Uh, yeah, blue dress. The state of her dress. <laughs> her dress. <laughs> 
the, the point I'm making, though, so is, is I, I've been a, a Republican since 1980, and uh, my wife and I this morning filled the back of our uh, voter, registration, voter registration card, and we filled it out for a new party, which will be Democrat. Oh! Because uh, what I saw yesterday, when this guy, uh, Slick Willie there, made the point of, of, of education and different points of view, which, which, which were outstanding, which needs to be... The changes that need to be done in this in this country, and those guys, those Republicans, to sit on their ass. They sit on their ass, yeah. And they gave you, and I don't know who the hell was heckling at the beginning there. Did you hear that heckler? No. There was someone heckling like before the the state of even started. Had to be one of the Republicans. But the point is, though, is I'm just, I mean, we all should work together uh, and, and try to work something out here and, and stop uh, the name calling and the uh, sourpuss faces and everything else. Enough is enough. And I never again will I will vote Republican. God never bless again. you, sir. Okay? And have a great life. And listen. Yes. And I want to say, can I say call some of the douchebags? Go ahead, quick. Okay, let's 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 get let's get your, your, uh, okay, get out of here. We have an open line in Brown, all three in Dade. Five, six, seven. He was going so well there, too, you know, and then he had to stab himself in the foot. Yeah, yeah, they, they were showing on one of the uh, many millions of clips again. You know, they keep having to replay the uh, the testimony in front of the grand jury, and here's Bubba looking real pasty, and the nose getting longer. And I, I'm looking at this, and I'm getting really angry. The idea, the idea that he had to sit there and testify about... Who did what to whom? And uh, was there a cigar involved? And did he stick his finger in her? And did she? I mean, what are we talking about? Sexual McCarthyism is an understatement, man. Your Republican Party, those of you people who are still involved, all ten of you, has been taken over by a bunch of hypocritical maniacs, by a bunch of uptight, sexually frustrated lunatics. Here's the president of the supposedly the greatest free country in the world, sitting there, and he's got to answer all of these personal questions about how inappropriate was the relationship, and did she do this, and did he try to arouse her, and did she have an orgasm, and was it good, and was it multiple orgasms, uh, on and on and on. No wonder the rest of the world is looking at us like we've lost our minds here, like we're crazy. And, and the, the thing that really is astonishing is that we've gotten this far. Yeah, in seven or eight minutes now, they're going to continue with the defense lawyers speaking of the Senate there, that we've actually had two articles of impeachment passed by the House without seeing any witnesses, by the way. They had all those 60,000 pages, so they claimed, although now they want the Senate to call witnesses. They had plenty of ample evidence. And now we have an impeachment trial going on in the Senate over blowjobs. You know something? This is so unspeakable. And the fact that the media continue presenting this like this makes some sense, and we still hear nothing, absolutely nothing, about Linda Tripp and the illegal uh, recordings of the phone calls and about Kenneth Starr and his work for the tobacco companies and all of the other uh, conflicts of interest that he had and the people that put him in there in the first place, like Jesse Helms and Locke Faircloth from North Carolina. Don't hear any of that. And they'll stick, uh, you know, James Carville on the talking head shows on Sunday morning. And, yeah, he is a goofball, or at least he comes off that way, even though his book was very good, by the way, about uh, and the horse he rode in on about Ken Starr. Great book, little book, take uh, half an hour to read. But they stick him on, and everybody says, ah, he's just, uh, you know, he's a goofball. He's just a curmudgeon. He's just a silly guy. And he's telling exactly what this has been all about. But the media man, they continue dutifully reporting this in a very solemn and somber way. Like, well, you know, the longer it goes on, who knows what the could happen. That's the scary part. 
because no person in his or its right mind could possibly believe that we could have gotten to the point where we're at right now. Oh, but he lied about blowjobs, and he lied about, uh, was it really sex, is it this, and is it that, and et cetera, and so on. Give me a frickin' break already, okay? Grow the hell up. I, ho I hope that uh, by before the end of the week, I hope Larry Flint outs another 500 guys, okay? Present congressmen, past congressmen, future congressmen. When in doubt, drag them out, Larry. Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello. Uh, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, is that is the bug-infested old studio closing down for good on Sheridan Street? I don't know what they're going to do in there. Oh, okay. I think they're going to convert it over to the Roach Motel. I pass it every day. It's an eyesore. Yeah. And, you ought to see my, the inside. Uh, Neil, through all this, uh, through all this uh, Bubba Gate, uh, all we can hope is that the country will grow up. Uh, it, it's you know, it's popular rumor that there's only you know several hundred very influential Republicans, very wealthy Republicans behind all this, and that's mm -hmm. why it just keeps pushing on against the will of the people. Right. Uh, I, I've I've always been a Democrat, never a staunch Democrat, but I, I think the Republicans are just are, are, are terrible what they're doing. Uh, uh, we've been subjected to this for 20, 15, 20 years, and, and most of the people don't care what other people do between themselves. They don't care about race. They just want to live their lives, do no harm, as you say. And may, maybe the country will grow up. That, that's the best thing we can hope well, for. Well, it's, obvious, it's obvious that as immature as the public is, they're, hello, they're light years ahead of the right-wing Republicans. That's for damn sure. You know, do you remember in the early 70s, uh, I, I was a kid, and uh, uh, these, these bumper stickers cropped up, I found it. Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember that? And, and we didn't know what that meant. Well, these people were the lunatic fringe, and they what they found was God. And, and we looked at these people and laughed. And, yeah. And we're, we're made to Now they're running the country. Yeah, I've said that a million times. Okay, Pat, have a great day. Okay, one call left on the board. Like I said, we'll just jam up all the spots, and then uh, we'll make way for the people that are moving, the, the movers. Yeah, we got the movers from uh, the other building. Maybe they'll bring some of the roaches over. They can meet with the uh, ants that we got over here. As Sally Fitz would say, stick it up your ass. Starting from her feet to lug the tongue up her thighs To get the loop and voice in case it's just a little tight Then you make the move that makes her feel alright And then you swirl around and swirl around from left to right Put her in position for the full attack Her ankles by her ears as you push her legs back Now she's ready to go, time to give her a stab That's what I call falling abroad Starting from her feet, you run your tongue up her thighs To get her loose and moist in case she gets a little tight Then you make the move and make her feel alright And then you swirl around and swirl around from left to right Pull her in position for a full attack Her right foot by her ribs as you push your legs back Now she's ready to go, time to give her a stab And that's what I call falling abroad it's better than your head when you gotta get off. It's two minutes after 11 at 560 WQM. Hank will be here from Shula's, I think, today. Now he will not be in the building, but nevertheless, the, uh, well, we're doing a little crossover, okay? A little cross-dressing today. And then we got, uh, at 6 o'clock, Booster for an hour, and then 7 o'clock tonight, the pregame show. Panthers at the Islanders. Pavel Burr, you know who he is? Anybody know? No. He may or may not play. I doubt it tonight. Here's, uh, Delray Beach. Hello. the biggest pony in the history of American politics. What is it? Bill Clinton is the biggest phony in the history of American politics. Yeah. Why you support this man is beyond... Based me. on what? 
based on what? Where have you been the last? Uh, no, no, don't give me, don't give me a lot of where have I been. Based on what? He's a phony about what? The phony about everything. This is a guy. Yeah, give me something tangible, I, I sir. Don't give me glorious generalizations here. Give me something tangible that very I hang my head on. Very simple. How I can support him? You mean like seventy percent of the rest of the public? How I can support him? It can must be just me. Is that it? Can I finish? But how, but how can you ask me how I can support him when the overwhelming majority of the public supports him? Just because they're not educated on all the facts. Oh, because we're, we're not as smart as you are. Okay, well, give us the facts. Very simple. Yes. He had Rosa Parks there last night, correct? Yeah. Okay. Do you know that Arkansas is one of only two states that never... Sir, I hate to break the news to you, okay? A civil Robert, rights Robert, Robert Byrd was once a member of the Ku Klux Klan, okay? That's a long time ago. Bubba isn't governor of uh, Georgia anymore, okay? Of Arkansas, whatever the hell is the same difference. Of Arkansas, he he's not to, the governor anymore. Okay, he used to go golfing as governor. Yeah, only seven, eight years ago at all white golf course. Wow, what does that make you? He's a hypocrite. He's a yeah. phony. And in many other ways, he's a phony too. Well, let's have some more. That the first one doesn't mean anything to me. It means nothing. He's not governor of Arkansas anymore now. Lyndon Johnson was a racist in Texas too, and then he was the one that uh, that got the civil rights legislation passed in 1964. So You're telling me stuff that happened 20 years ago. It didn't happen 20 years ago. Or seven years ago. What the hell difference does it make? It, so it, it, that means nothing to you. No, it doesn't mean anything. What, mean, what means to me is what he's doing the last six years as president. That's all I care about. I don't give a crap what he did in Arkansas. And the fact that he bombed Sudan and killed innocent people when we found out. Okay, have a great day, pal. Have a great life. Oh, this, this guy reaching and reaching and reaching and killed innocent people, just like we killed innocent people in Iraq. I hate to break the news to you, sir. Innocent people die. That's the world that we live in. I know that no other president has ever dropped bombs anywhere and killed innocent people, so let's uh, impeach him for that, not for blowjobs. There you go. Unbelievable. We have an open line in Broward, two and date. How can I support this man? He's such a phony. Because we're all stupid and you're smart. And then you give me a song and a dance about how he played golf at some restricted club in Arkansas somewhere, like that has to do with something to do with Rosa Parks. Open line in Broward, two and date, five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a lady mobile in Hollywood. Hello. I gotta follow that. Yes. Wonderful. What do you mean I you haven't learned from him? Didn't he just teach us all the uh, hypocrisy of Bill Clinton? Well, my eyes are open now. I thought he was awesome last night. Yeah, I thought it was great. And that, that's why, and that's what this guy is pissed off about. You can tell by the voice. This guy is just uh, sour grapes all the way. Right. Well, I'm not going to be the dead horse because, I mean, you know, we can rehash and rehash. It's not going to change anything. People are generally stupid. But I didn't know if you saw it. I think that was last week, and I didn't get to call you. I don't know if you spoke about it. You see how the Department of Transportation is changing the road signs along the expressways, the overhead signs, to make the lettering larger? No. For our senior citizens. For the blind people, yeah. Because they can't see very well. No. This is the honest to God, my hand to whoever. Yeah. It was in the newspaper. Yes, we are helping our, our less sighted people to, to drive along our Well, sure, way. even even people who've got barely any vision, they got to get around. they got to get to the early bird. they got to get to wherever the hell they're going. Yes, well, it's true. The road signs will now be larger so that they can see them better. All right. Great. A little, a little scary thought for you. Thanks for the good news. <laughs> can I get a shameless request? Maybe. Don't forget the cheese. Okay. Okay, have a good day. And you too. Bye. Open line at Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Palm Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I just want to say that I think Hillary was right and that uh, if, if 
if good men stand by and do nothing, that's the danger. Yeah. We should out these guys, and uh, that's all I have to say. Okay. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Your... Okay, Hillary was right. It's a right-wing conspiracy, baby, and she went on there and said it. Oh, she's crazy. She knows what she's talking about, and of course it is, but nobody wants to hear from that. Open line in Brown, all three in Dave. Boy, this is going to be another one of these days, baby. I mean, uh, you know, there's nothing going on. I thought I thought yesterday it was the fact I was talking about Pavel Bury and it was a hockey thing. No, it's got nothing to do with that. It doesn't make any difference what it is that I'm talking about. It's the same response. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I keep forgetting what this show is all about. That's my problem. Even though I've been doing it a hundred years, I keep forgetting what it's all about. Neil, Neil is here to needle the audience, seeing, praying that he might be able to prod them into a few phone calls, just enough to get us to about eleven twenty-two when we'll back up all the spots. So that Hank can't. No, what, what's wrong with that? If I have to follow like an hour worth of spots, why can't Hank do it? Not that I don't want to do it to Hank. You don't deserve it. But if I have to follow a routine like that, and then be getting faxes of postcards that I'm trying to get the worst team fired just because Defoe is paranoid and insecure, I'm trying to get those guys fired. Yes. I mean, what kind of crap is? Because I go on a year and I say that Mike Ranieri is coming. Is there anybody stupid enough to believe that? Yes. Jesus Christ. All right, so Phil Henry is going to be here February 1st doing mornings. I mean, we're not supposed to let it out of the bag. Are you sure? Positive. But, I mean, uh, you know, if you want to play uh, tough with me, if you want to back those spots up to the end of the hour every goddamn day, in spite of the fact we got a program director who continues, since he's worked here long enough to become a professional liar, telling me that isn't going to happen again, and he's talked to this one, and everybody here just laughs at him, okay? Just fly away, Bluffster. Just float away, okay? Which he does very well. He's like Ivory Soap. He floats. Just float off into the distance and don't bother. Well, I was just floating out of here anyway because i got to get back to the other building and we're packing. Yeah, he, it's, it's, this is the only man I've ever met in my life who was saying goodbye before he finishes saying hello. He's already saying goodbye because if he doesn't say goodbye right away, he might have to deal with something. So before he finishes hello, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's the Beatles, hello, goodbye. It's the same deal. That should be his theme song. Comes in here yesterday with a song and a dance like he's like he's involved, like he's doing something for us over here. You're doing something for me, all right? Give me a migraine is what you're doing. Maybe that's what I got. Maybe that's my. I must be uh, allergic to it, to it, as it puts the lotion in the uh, basket. And I bet he does. Nine minutes after eleven at five sixty WQAM. How do you think Geldy got the job? There's no fact in, in the church. The American Cheese Council reminds you that everything tastes better with cheese. I hate broccoli, except when my mom melts cheddar cheese on top. Then I even ask for seconds. Yes, there's nothing like cheese to make things taste terrific. I'm a sideshow geek in a circus, and I eat ground glass for a living. My secret? I top the shards with grated Parmesan. It tastes great, and the cheese helps to absorb the blood. That's right. Nothing tops things off like a big, sweaty glob of cheese. My husband likes me to, you know, do him, but I hate the taste. So I just wrap it in an individual slice of American cheese. It goes down easy, and that makes it easier to go down. Cheese makes everything taste better. So remember, don't forget your cheese. 1114 at 560 WQM. And by the way, for that jackass that called a few calls ago, Mr. Right Wing, Mr. He doesn't understand how I can possibly defend this president. I wonder how many Republicans current in the uh, Congress that were there last night are members of restricted clubs. All those Republicans that were standing there with a big ovation for Rosa Parks, which is about the only time any of them got off their ass all night last night, including Strom Thurmond, one of the great segregationists in the history of the country. He's out there ah, ah, drooling from the, all over the place, from every orifice in his body. 
drooling Strom, 96 years young, Sperm Thurmond. He's up there. Ah, oh, yeah. Hey, look at that nigger up there. Yeah, she's a pretty good old guy. Pretty good old girl. Hey, you go, girl. Yeah, nice going, Strom. And you're giving me a song and a dance about racism, you jackass. Looking desperately clinging for excuses. You're a Klingon is what you are, sir. You refuse to let go. You refuse to let go of a party that's uh, in the distant past, that's lost contact, that's lost touch with the American public, with the 20th century. We're on the verge of going into the 21st century. These people can't even catch up with the 20th. And that's why Rosanna Dan was there quelling at the end last night, because now all of a sudden, you know, it looks good. It's a good photo opportunity to jump on, because obviously everybody is very enthused. They like what he had to say. It all made a hell of a lot of sense, even though a lot of it isn't going to happen. But nevertheless, it was what the public wanted to hear. So let's now go, you know, jump on the bandwagon, get our pictures made, and then we'll go back to work tomorrow, and we'll try to uh, drum his ass out of office, because uh, for whatever reason it might be. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, Neil? Yes, I am. Okay, I need to ask you a question about football. I'm not, but, uh... Okay, have a great day, pal. We have an open line at Broward, all three and date, 5670560. You see, what I, see why I hate this radio station that I do like poison? I hate it. I despise it. Like that postcard that they faxed me that I read this morning by somebody who can't even spell hello, okay? Can't spell his name. Can't make an X because he never got that far up in the alphabet. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I got the Commodores, by the way, standing by. I love the Commodores. Perfect for this town too, by the way. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. I feel real sorry for Rush Limbaugh, and everybody else should too. Because the Democrats were jamming up his phone lines yesterday, and he couldn't get any of his Republican uh, clones. Well, what were you listening to that crap for? To call in, because there's there's nothing else, you know, around 2 o'clock. Yeah. Also, um, Neil, these Republicans, their only answer to you is that you're not educated because you don't agree with them. Mm-hmm. I think that's an un- uneducated answer. On their part, I'm not educated like that rocket scientist Steve Largent exactly. who made the Republican response last night. Exactly. I'm not some dumb ex-jock like Jim Bunning or Steve Largent. And also, Neil, any other court case with this evidence would have been thrown out a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, Henry Hyde, he ought to be... Who, by the way, was conspicuous by his absence last night. He wouldn't dignify the president with his presence last night. He's the biggest hypocrite, and he's the head of it all. And um, I'll keep listening to you. And okay, and have a great day. And keep in mind, 41 to 45 were the years he was having the illicit affair with the wife of the guy up there in Weston whose life has been destroyed, by the way. 41 to 45, youthful indiscretions. Anybody out there 45 years old considers himself youthful? Uh, yeah, guilty of youthful indiscretions. Two open lines a day, two in Broward. Here's our last call for phone calls today, boys and girls. Today could be the day. It's not only moving day in terms of physically they're moving from the other building over to here. It could be moving the format midday here on this show. Because, as you know, like I said, yesterday I was positive it had to be because I'm talking about Pavel Bury, which has to do with hockey, which there is no interest here in this town. No knowledge, no interest, no nothing. Okay, I'm sorry, won't do that again. But we're right back. We're worse off today than we were yesterday. They got nothing to say. Are these are these lines working? Is there a dial tone on these phone lines? Is this station on the goddamn air? This bum fork radio station where people call in here and want to talk about stupid football on a non sports show? 
some old geezer wants to ask me some question about football. What's the point spread? Call up Eddie K tonight. He'll tell you the point spread on games with players who haven't been born yet. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. My absolute positive last call of the day for response from the South Florida audience about anything, anything your heart desires. Baseball in Cuba. There you go. That's the big topic in South Florida. That's the that's the real biggie. Communista, communista, communista. All the Orioles must be communists. They want to play baseball in Cuba. That's what they're hawking and trying to about down here. Davy, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Pissed sir? off, pal. Really pissed off. I'm disgusted. I feel sorry for myself that I'm here in this godforsaken place. Yeah, yeah, it is godforsaken, but the whole country is worrying about Monica and everything else. No, the whole country is worrying about Monica. I guarantee you that other people in other parts of the country got something to say about whatever it is. These people have got nothing to say about anything. Oh, two people in other countries are laughing at us. Between the stupid laws, the marijuana laws, and everything, how do we change it? We need to change something. We okay, to... sir. Good luck to you. Get, get a petition drive going. Go out on the street corner. Get that lady. Get the Kishki lady from Toronto, from the uh, pickle barrel. Start with the petitions. Hand out some religious pamphlets, and uh, good luck to you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. A putrid, a pathetic, a not a bad response today. A non-response, an overwhelming non-response about any of the stuff that I had here. All this good crap that I had that I wasted my time with. Ellen Goodman's column, which I thought was sensational, about all those kids that don't, college kids don't think that all sex is sex, even though the president gets excoriated for saying that just because he's a little backwoods uh, from Arkansas, where they think that a blowjob isn't having sex. Just unbelievable doing a radio show in a vacuum, ladies and gentlemen. I, I gotta be in the Guinness Book of Records. I really do. Only talk show host in history gets a toilet seat brought to him by a listener and does his radio show in a vacuum. Hollywood, hello. Hollywood. Uh, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Okay. Take a deep breath, sir. If I take a deep breath, I'll be out of business here. I can't afford to take a deep breath. You might relax a little bit, you know? Yeah. You're in sunny South Florida. You gotta relax. And, and I'm there's a up. difference between relaxing and going into a comatose state. I'm very relaxed. I just don't want to go into a coma yet. I'm not ready. You, know, you work four hours a day. How can you get so upset, you know? What What can we do for you, sir? What's the purpose of your call? I'm calling. Uh, when is Larry Flint coming out with his next uh, with his next uh, offender? Soon. Soon. Open line in Broward. 56705. I work four hours a day. It's a piece of cake, pal. I'll tell you what. You come on down to the studio tomorrow. You do four hours. You get some response on the phone. Do a show in here sitting on a goddamn room with a phone, okay? You do the show for four hours tomorrow. And then tell me, oh, gee, you only work four hours a day. What are you getting all worked up about? It's supposed to be a goddamn talk show, sir. And guess what? You didn't help. You're an impediment to my life. When's you coming out with, uh... How the hell do I know? If I knew that, I'd be on the air telling you, okay? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Spoke Griffin at Power 96 with that phony psychic crap she's got going. Which, by the way, no matter where I travel, I turn on the TV, and within five minutes, no matter what station it's on, whether it's on VHF, UHF, cable, satellite, whatever it is, there's Spoke Griffin with that 800 number. Oh yeah, baby, you can have a psychic reading for only five million dollars. I mean, well, what is that all about? What kind of crap is that? Nice call, by the way, Spoke. She's no Rosa Parks, but she's getting there. That's what they should have had there last night. They should have had psychic readings from Shrove Griffin to tell us how the whole thing's going to turn out so we don't have to waste our time. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, what's up, buddy? Yes, I sir. think I have some news that will cheer you up. Yes? There's a news release coming out for Republic Industries that they're declaring 3% loss earnings for the year. For who? Republic Industries. Wayne Hazinga stock. 
All right. Great. And um, the stock, he, there was a company he tried buying, an yeah. uh, internet stock, that uh, he, he made a, a speech about how it's not going to go anywhere because he his investors predicted that he shouldn't buy it. It's up uh, 45 points since the day he made the speech. Oh. All right. All right, I hope that cheered you up a little that bit. That made me feel a hell of a lot better. I bet he's only downward to $1.7 billion now. <laughs> Thanks for well, that's why he can't, you know, that's why he doesn't have enough money for the Panthers and everything like that. Have a great day. What do you say he doesn't have enough money for the Panthers? Well, we know about Wayne. He's an asshole. In spite of Pavel Burry. They don't know who Pavel Burry is anyway, so that's that's the best part. That's the best part of this town. That, yesterday opened up my eyes wide like saucers. Open line and date, 5670560. Even George knows who Pavel Burry is. That hockey guy, right? That Russian hockey guy, yeah. Here's uh, Homestead. Hello. With the Morning, red lips. How are you? Okay, sir. Uh, I don't know if that guy two calls ago talking about working four hours a day. I don't know how the hell you can talk four hours a day. As yeah. As you do. I don't know how I do it. Especially on, do this, on this goddamn radio station. This station is a trip, man. It's, it's <laughs> worth a Linda trip. You're the most amazing man as far as being able to talk about anything intelligently. Yeah. That you pull off. I don't know how you do it. And I talked to an audience that they just are uh, impossible. They just have nothing to say about no matter what it is. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's astonishing. Yes, it is. Anyway, you got me because I'm so intimidating. Fired up a minute ago about about baseball. Yeah, you mentioned. Uh, I heard this on the news last night, and I, I was sitting here standing in the kitchen thinking, "What the hell's going on? They're going to play baseball in Cuba, right?" Yeah, they're well, they want to. The Orioles oh, and the Cuban All Stars. Right. Well, why the hell can't I go see that game? Why can't because I you to... live in the United States? Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, why can't I go to Cuba? I fly to, to the Bahamas. To to fly to the Bahamas, and they'll uh, fly you from there right over to Cuba, or take a plane to uh, Canada. It's a little out of the way, and they'll fly you right on down. But don't they bust you when you get back? For what? How can they bust you when you're coming for, through another uh, third country? They can't do anything to you. What do you do? You go to the Bahamas and get a, a, different, a visa? Some sort of a... You know. Or a MasterCard. <laughs> yeah, I got one of those. Or plug American Express Platinum doesn't hurt. Well, I want to go to Cuba. And I'm, well, then I'm you get on a plane, go to, go to Toronto, and they'll fly you right down to Cuba, and then you'll go back to Toronto, go through customs there, and then you'll come back to here. Yeah, and I pass all those time zones and have to wait three days. Then you have to wait three or four months to uh, recuperate. Go back to where I am. So maybe, right, maybe you'll be lucky and run into J David J. Neal at the airport with the Susan Chaco. God, I hope not. Okay, good luck. <laughs> Hang on, man. Yeah, I mean, that, that was another thing yesterday, you know, I, that I mentioned, and uh, I'm the only one that's that's blown away by the stupidity of the stuff that gets written in the newspapers. Evidently, everybody else in town believes this crap. The rule of thumb is it takes one hour per, well, one day, one day to recuperate from each hour, each time zone that you pass through on your trip. I mean, each time I come across something, which it's only the 20th of January, and already in the last month, I've had about, what, a dozen of these different things that they've written? Like the editor of the Sun Sentinel tells us that people who don't gamble on sports are just as interested in the odds as people who do. And they put this in your newspaper, and I sit in here, I'm getting all psychotic about it, and these people are, what's your point? Open line in Broward, two and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Nicole. You can take my chair, my dirty underwear, my ski mask, my fake beard, and my clothes. You can strip my walls, and you can take my balls and the handkerchief I use to blow my nose. And you can take my knife, my courier knife, my toothbrush, and my can of apple cheese. You can take my pants and that lamp I bought in France and that naked picture of AC and Joe Green. But don't take my 
my art, my Andy Warhol art. Keep your fat hands off my Heisman Trophy, too. Cause if you take my art, my Andy Warhol art, I might do something you might not want me to do. You know what I mean, baby? Don't take my art, my Andy Warhol art. Cause that's stuff I like and I can't let it pass. Cause if you touch my art, my Andy Warhol art, I'm gonna kick my Bruno's right upside your ass. Hey, Paul, the 31 at 560 WQM. Here's the facts. Bob Barr didn't have the guts to show up last night. He was probably escorting ladies to uh, abortion clinics. Probably busy. Also, it says in this fax, a blowjob is not sex. You know, I was thinking while I read this fax, because there actually are people out there, adults, not just the dumb college kids. There are adults out there that think that uh, oral sex is not sex. And I was thinking to myself, is like cutting a, is that like taking a dump? No. Huh? It's, it's in, in other words, it's in the same family. Passing gas is in the same family as, yeah, that, but it's not that. So maybe it's a, a kind of a family thing. Also, I have a shocking and astonishing facts here about the, uh, did you read this, about Athena's Forum, the swing club at the BSO rated, which is a private swing club, which I'll go into that in detail and momentarily. Your BSO, again, your tax dollars hard at work. First, they were out there raiding the cruise ships because they were only like 2.9 or 2.8, or maybe it really was 3.2 miles out there. They really weren't sure because those whirly bird uh, beanie uh, devices they had weren't too accurate. And then they had it with egg on their puss, bring all their slot machines back and put them back into business again because they're worried about maybe they're polluting the waters out there by allowing gambling not quite far enough out of the ocean. That was the first bust, and now they're busy busting private strip clubs again. Because people are doing stuff in there. Even though it's a private club and they're all adults and they paid to go in there voluntarily, they're doing stuff in there. Here's a mobile in, what is it, Okahumka? Yeah, hey, Neil, I know who Pablo Burry is. Yeah, well, he's big I'm, in Okahumka. I'm, I'm glad to hear about uh, that trade. I yeah. can't wait to get on to the, uh, the new place I passed there. Once in the, the attic game, it was sold out. And, uh, is it a big traffic nightmare getting in and out of there? Yes. Well, I'd stay home watching on TV. Okay, we have an open line. I mean, we can't uh, have no people from Okahumka come down here taking up our seats. Open line of date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in uh, Biscayne Park. Hello. First of all, Neil, bye-bye, Eddie. Yeah. Um, second of all, I watched the State of the Union address. I thought it made a lot of sense, you know, taking what you could, what you know, what the Republicans want to do by. Uh, okay, listen. Have a great day. He's that chronic queen. We have an open line at day one in front. I can't deal with him. I just can't stand it. I, I mean, in other words, if I'm that desperate, I'm out of business. Okay. If I have to talk to him, I'm out of business. With all the respect, sir, I hope you have a great life. I wish you nothing but the best. Butch up a little bit, but I can't talk to you, so I just can't. With good conscience, I can't do it. It would be like talking to Shell Myman again. It's like a voice from out of the past. Every time you come, you know, if years go by, here's another Shell Myman. It's not the same one. Maybe it's the reincarnation of Shell Myman. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a lady mobile in Boca. Hello. Uh, hi. Yes, ma'am. Uh, two quick things. The other day you were doing a survey on Wayne. Yeah. Uh, I think he's he's an asshole. He yeah. stinks. He stinks. Uh, the other thing is, is um, a senior Republican in their early 70s said to me and my friends, and we're of the same generation, you and I, yeah. that we're immoral and that we and that uh, our values are in the dumper, 
and so oh, on and so hey. forth. Yeah. And I kind of laughed because where did we all learn this from, anyhow? From that their generation. We did. Well, I I think so because we learned about oral sex from the older generation. Oh, well, they're probably doing a lot of oral sex. I mean, but look at look. It's a lot easier when your teeth are in a glass. It's a lot uh, more painless. Yeah, but Neil, look at all these uh, older citizens that have had all these affairs. What's wrong with a little gum job every now and then? (laughs) No, I think we we you know we uh, just learn from them, and uh, you know they're just uh, very bitter. You know, the seniors they're very very bitter. Boy. Yeah. And I would uh, I I think that they're. it's McCarthyism, and I think they're out to uh, trash Clinton and just uh, hang him out. And I think it's disgusting. Okay. I think it really is. Go, go put her teeth back in the glass. Okay. Have a great day. Bye. Yeah, they're, uh, they're doing the gum jobs out there at the condos, no question about that. So anyway, here's this fax, because these calls are putrid, by the way. Here's yet another case of our tax dollars being spent for high-quality law enforcement in Broward County. Last Saturday night at 1.30 in the morning, undercover officers infiltrated Athena's Forum a new swing club in Pompano Beach. After collecting evidence of consenting adults performing certain sex acts on one another, the undercover cops left the club, returning a short time later in uniform. They had no search warrant, but had already seen enough to arrest some 40 people for lewd and lascivious behavior in public. The owners of the club were also arrested for operating a lewd and lascivious establishment. Neighborhood homeowners were then allowed into the club for a neighborhood homeowner's were then allowed into the club for a photo opportunity and to see their tax dollars hard at work. And we do mean hard at work. Athena's Forum operates today as a fully licensed, non-profit private club to support the lifestyle of a swinging community, it says. The sheriff's office was contacted for information to support the bust. BSO allegedly claims that the club was operating without a license and that numerous complaints by Neighborhood Homeowners Association prompted the raid. Attorneys for Athena's Forum stated that the club is, in fact, a fully licensed private club, including full liquor. They further stated at a meeting last night that this is clearly a bad bust and that the BSO is grabbing at straws to support the arrest of the innocent patrons of the club. Ken Jenny, baby! Oh! it again, like I said. Maniac. Lunatic. It is also felt by many of us in the swing community that BSO has made a concerted effort to keep this story out of the news. Channel 7 was at the club during the raid, but pushed away by BSO officials seemingly to keep the story quiet. Nothing has appeared in the Sun Sentinel either. We in the swing community want this story to be public so that everyone will be aware of the witch hunt in Broward County right now. It is clear that no adult club is safe and that all customers of such clubs are at risk. Be careful out there, signed Hawaii Brad. Nice work, Ken Jenny. Okay? So you see, it doesn't make any difference whether it was Ed Davis, whether it was Nick Navarro, whether it was uh, Bobby Butterworth, whether it's this guy. Because that's the Broward uh, effing way. That's the way it works. Two open lines in Broward, one in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 22 till uh, noon at QAM. I'm an avid listener to your station. I'm so disappointed. Can't you get that slut off at 8 o'clock at night? I have nothing else to listen to at night. Please uh, get her off. Nobody enjoys her. Thank you. New kids on the block have been sweeping the country. And now comes Hallandale dances and new kids on the block. It's Jared's all music with a message. Old farts in the condo. I tell you, my wife's hair's just not Her teeth are bad and she don't Decrepit recording artist Soul Farts in the Condo with their new Smash album, Friends and Animals. Lots of tears, they're so good for you. Breathe them all. 
to the restaurant the other day when we found out it cost a buck to valet. So we parked across the street, we walked across the road, and a truck hit my wife and it squashed her like a toad. Old Fox in the condo. Catch the tour. Buy the album before they expire. I told you once, I told you twice. No MSG on my fried rice. They raised the price on polygraphs, so I'm sorry I can't leave a tip. First, there were new kids on the block. Now, old Fox in the condo. I tell you, my wife's hair's just not blue. Now, old Farts in the Congo. Buy the album Friends and Animals and get your tickets for the Farts Live at any rickety bastard ticket outlet. Another Coffin Door presentation. It's 11.43 at 5.60 WQM. That's our poor question today, by the way. Is a blowjob really sex as long as you keep your eyes closed? We have an open line at date, 5670560 in Pound 5. Well, I didn't say which one was keeping her eyes closed. Maybe if just everybody keeps their eyes closed, huh? Oh, it felt like a finger to me. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I just want to ask you, now that they got Pavel, are they going to put him on a line with uh, Kozlov and Whitney to bring the speed there? Kozlov and Kavasha, they're saying. He wants to make the all-Russian line. Why would they want to do I that? I have no idea. Ask Terry Murray that, because he's a bozo, that's why. I mean, you know, they got good speed, you know, with right. the... Right. Well, ask Terry Murray, and uh, maybe he'll give you an answer. We have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670. Yeah, this guy's a day late, okay? We're not talking hockey today, okay, sir? This town is up there. They're adamant. They hate hockey. They don't understand it. They don't know it. They don't want to hear it again. They would like some free tickets if we have any, which we don't. But other than that, they can't stand it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line as we continue plotting, pushing, shoving our way ahead. Like a gigantic, relentless steamroller here. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. All right, man. You have the best show. I tell you what, if you ever quit this show, I would have a heart attack. You mean about in a half an hour? I tell you what. <laughs> but Neil, anyway, uh, I just would like for you to play that song about Saddam Hussein. Yeah. How he's a MF. He's an MF. Yes, sir. And uh -huh. uh, is that the Royal play? MF? What's that? I said, have a great day. We have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. No more social promotion, okay? I mentioned that at the beginning of the show. Every line on this board should have been lit up. This is the show where we play the goddamn bubonic songs, the only show in the world that dares to tell it like it is. Instead of trying to coddle people along who unfortunately have been brought up to be very illiterate and very unsuccessful, which maybe there just might be a connection between the two. That alone should have stimulated 8 million people to run to the phone and say, Yes! That's what they should have been saying. Yes! That's right. There's Mandich. At least he's got enough brains to say it. Yes! Even more than once. But no, they're busy out there. Oh, by the way, oh, you think he's going to put Pavel on the line with, uh... Yeah, he's going to put him on the line with you. You can discuss it, okay? In Rus in Ruski. Panamaychi Paruski? Ah, see, we knew he spoke Russian. He's a communista, communista. Yeah, that's right. That Maricone's a communista. And one of those people were that they got egg on their push today, all those right wingers down in your town, in your community, mister, with that Ileana Gross late in the banana lady there last night. It looked like she was, it looked like she was ready to uh, check out Willie's banana. I'll tell you that. She was, she was foaming at the mouth. She was moist. I... Yeah. She was going <laughs> numerous times and like squirming around like maybe she had like one of those, uh, pocket rockets. Isn't that what they call Pavel Burry? The pocket rocket, I think. Uh huh. Let's get Aaron on the phone and find out. How's Aaron? Oh, Aaron Summers is going to be doing the morning show on this station. So, so, so in other words, they're going to be here tomorrow morning, I'm assuming? Uh, yes. 
Oh, that'll be great. That means maybe I can actually go upstairs and watch. In other words, when they go into that last eight-minute commercial break at eight minutes till ten, and I can stand there and watch while they do it, and just give a default the high sign like no, this. They'll okay. Be here. What do you mean they'll be here? Here, as in where you and no, I. No, they're are. not. That's not what I was told. I was told the morning show they're going to be upstairs, and they. Uh, well, maybe if they move fast. That's what I was told by our program director, who would never lie to me, of course. They're going to be in here? He Possibly. told me there's not room for them in here. They couldn't possibly do the show in here. How are they going to be? And, and like doing a show in a, in a telephone booth? That's We're going to have three guys? Boom mics are for. They're going to be doing the morning show in here? And we're going to have some kind of a transition? And what the hell are we going to be doing? Standing out in the thumb playing with our puds? What the hell are we going to be doing here tomorrow at okay. 9 o'clock? Go downstairs and smoke a cigarette. I don't know. I'll find out. You want to see how much dinner I can leave? Just, just test me. Just wait. Yes? No, that was just Joe. Oh, I thought that was some information. Oh, no, 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 of course not. What... From like our bumbling, fumbling program director who told me absolutely positively they would be upstairs in their new studio tomorrow. In fact, today they were supposed to be up there. And now you're telling me they're going to be in this room here tomorrow. We're going to make a transition with the worst team in this room. Maybe I'm the one that's confused. Oh. Or maybe nobody just bothered to tell us. Or maybe they're just kind of making it up as they go along. Is that possible? Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Hallandale. Hello. Good uh, morning, Neil. Good How are you? Okay. Happy New Year, by the way. It's the first time I've had a chance to tell you that. Uh, I've made an observation I want to get your opinion on. Uh, since oral sex is not considered a sex act, I guess it falls under the petting category. And if that's true, I guess the BSO... Unless, unless you're having oral sex with your uh, dog, I don't think that's considered petting. Well, I was just wondering if maybe the BSO's next target will be petting zoos, you know that what That could saying? be, yeah. <laughs> Listen, can I ask you, uh, I know you said no hockey, but can I ask you your opinion on one thing? About hockey? Just one one question, no, that's all. No, no. Okay, we have uh, 500 open lines again. They were like all lit up there for about 10 seconds, and then all of a sudden, as soon as we had let all that dead air, because I'm in a state of shock here over being lied to by our program director again, who just can't seem to get his story straight, Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Pompano. Hello, Pompano. Hey Neil. Yes sir. Big Rich. Uh, big I, Rich. Big Rich. Not Fat Rich. Big Rich. Yeah, I know it's not Fat Rich. <laughs> Why he's still limping? He's uh, limping. A thing about Bill. I love Bill, and I think he could have put this whole thing to sleep if he just told that grand jury, "Yes, I got a blowjob from Monica, and it's none of your goddamn business." And yeah. you know, end the subject. He already did basically say that way the hell back when in the first speech. He said it was nobody's business but his wife and family. It really? And I mean, then why is all this crap still going on? Because, what do you mean why is it all still going on? Because the media are foaming at the mouth and, and running with it and making exploiting it. And because you got a bunch of rabid right-wingers who are determined to carry it as far as they can go. <laughs> and then you want to kill a couple of minutes? i got a good story about Rome. Okay, we have an open line in Broward and all three in Dade. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort Lauderdale. Okay, here's our last call of the day, Mobile Invoca. Hello. Hey, Neil. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to watch the State of the Union address. I was asleep last night, so 
but I tape it. I'm gonna watch it later. I just basically want to call and ask if you could play uh, Donald Duck, you know. This is, this is no good in mono. You gotta have stereo. When it goes, you know, from one speaker back to the other one. Or like if you got surround sound, it goes all the way around the room. You're in stereo. What is it? You're in stereo in there. In here. But I don't think the people, are the people listening in stereo? No. On AM? No. They do have stereo AM, by the way, but did it ever get off the ground? No. Because I guess most people don't want to go on by a new goddamn AM radio just for the honor of hearing the people talking in a foreign language in stereo. No. How about if we just had, like, Haitian coming out of one speaker and Espanol out of the other? Huh? Or maybe we could go back to, like, quadraphonic sound. We could have Inglés from one speaker, Espanol from another, Italiano, and a uh, little Creole. Huh? That sounds good to me. What's wrong with a little Creole every now and then? Yeah, on. Here's a lady mobile in... Uh, th this is going to be a real uh, nightmare. I can already sense this. I had a feeling that this was going to be real smooth, that they were... Weren't we told they were moving upstairs first to do this orderly, and then we just stay here, like, in our nice little nest here for a while, and then once everything got uh, right. And now we're finding out more QAM lies, man. Here's a lady mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Mr. Rogers? Yes, I am. Yeah, I just want to know what you think about this just being like a, a white man's world. A white if, man's world? Do they? Yeah, because, because if it was a, a black man in the White House at the time that that the blowjob happened, yeah, it would have been he would have been crucified. How do you know that? Because how else is it going to be? How else is what going to be? Look, look at OJ. OJ innocent, and yet OJ is innocent. Yeah, he is didn't that kill that. He, he didn't kill that woman. Everyone knows he didn't kill that woman. It was a frame. A frame by who? Who framed him? The white people. Oh, the, the white world. cop. Yeah. Dr. Furman? Dr. Furman did it. Dr. He, Furman did it, yeah. Dr. Yeah, he Furman did it. He's really the one who did it. Uh-huh. And that, that's what confuses me, and that's why it's all the crime, and that's why the black folks go after the white folks so much. The, that's why there's all the crime? Is yeah. Because, because, uh, because uh, the, the black people feel like they so in, other, so in other words, there aren't black people committing crime? Is that what you're saying? They, they commit the crimes, but they commit the crimes because they have the right to, because the white folks push them to the limit. Yeah. And that's what, that's what finagles me. That finagles you? Yeah, it blows my whole mind up. Well, that's what we're talking about. A lot of blowing going on. Okay, have a nice day, sweetheart, and uh, trace that number, please. Put lock her away. Oh, there we there. Now we're cooking. Now we got something really going. It took a couple hours, but now we got a really good call. Thank you, ma'am. God bless you. It's a white man's world. Well, she is right about that. It's a goddamn white man's world, and you better get with it, okay? I mean, we had Rosa Parks up there. We had a token for you last night. What are you bitching about? You know, we're very good at tokenism. We like that. Hey, everybody's standing ovation, even those right-wingers, even Strom Thurmond. Hey, Rosa, nice going, sweetheart. Here's a mobile in North uh, Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going, baby? Hey, man. What's up? Okay. I haven't heard you talk about Nathan Lane at all. Is that the most obvious obvious or not? About what? Nathan Lane. Nathan who? 
Well, who's the actor? I don't know his last name. Nathan Lane? What's his last name? Nathan? Lois Lane. No, the guy that was in uh, the Birdcage. I haven't got any idea. The gay actor. I, I don't have any idea. I didn't watch the Birdcage because the Birdcage was a bad ripoff, a poorly done ripoff of La Caja Full. Wasn't Robin Williams in the Birdcage? But who was his partner? And that, oh, and by the way, for the guy that was giving me a bunch of crap because I don't like Robin Williams, that movie has been panned worse than any movie in the history of a, a cinematography, that movie where he's doing the doctor with the rubber nose. That is the, even though they're making money at the box office because people are bored, I guess, there's nothing else out to see, that movie is just getting ripped to shreds. He's a one-trick pony. Patch a patch a douchebag. What is it? He's a one-trick pony. Right, and he keeps doing the same. He never stops. He just never stops doing that same sad routine, Robin Williams. But anyway, yeah, who's, who's this fag you're talking about? Nathan, what's his name? He was in the mousetrap. Napoleon Kaufman? What? No, 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 no. Nathan something. But what about him? But he came out. He's like the most obvious outing of anything. He came out of I mean, Who cares if he came out if nobody ever heard of him? That's right. If I didn't hear of him, what difference would it make if he came out or not? Let him go back in. All right. Hey, there's no room in your studio for those three three slobs, right? And it's not only that there's not any room in a studio, but why does this program director of ours keep giving me bull crap? And now I see they've got these two big mic stands, these mic booms sitting in here. And I came in this morning and being so slow and stupid, I thought, what the hell are these doing here? These are obviously for uh, for two of the uh, uh, three clowns in the morning tomorrow. Those How the hell? Are, now, and of course, this is going to give them a great opportunity to run about an eight-minute break at the end of their show because now I'll have to do that to make the transition to the switchover in here. Well, I'm going to be standing out in the hallway twiddling my thumbs tomorrow for half an hour while they're in here doing a show in this studio. If that's the case, why didn't they come in your studio? Uh, get, get in your studio a year ago. And if, that's sir, let me ask you this: I, I don't want to get revolutionary, but if that's right. the case. Why couldn't they stay over in the other place another day or two until they, <laughs> until you follow what I'm saying? I know this is tough to comprehend. Until the one upstairs was ready. That's right. What's the big Coxie's army hurry for them to get over here tomorrow morning? They lost the lease in the other place. Hey, they turned off the nine three zero number. I swear to God. They did. George, George, I think they did. Okay. I have I have no reach on that. Say one. hi to uh, Napoleon Lane. How's your mole? See ya. Bye. <laughs> How's my moil? He's taking too many shortcuts. We have an open line in date, 567. This is turning out to be just what we should have expected it to be from this outfit, man. They are the best. They are, make no mistake about it, uh -huh. they are the best. Four minutes, by the way, the, the, what's his name? Greenspan must have said something great. The Dow's up 73. Oh! NASDAQ's up 60. Oh! I'm going to go home and call Rick Riley and see what I ought to uh, sell. Anyway, did I say it's 1157 you're in drinking chubby and blow up the whole goddamn place. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. What's my Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Two minutes after 12 at 560 WQM, your mass confusion station for the 90s. So come to find out that our program director yesterday gave me more misinformation.
and that the entire radio station will be operating out of these studios till when did you say? Till the weekend, through the weekend, till a week from Sukkot, till Purim, till hell freezes over. Which, by the way, they showed on the news this weekend, hell Michigan froze over oh! this weekend. So they're going to be operating out of here tomorrow morning. Now, wouldn't you think, like in a real radio station, in a real business, that instead of giving the song to dance, the quick uh, shuffle that he did here yesterday, that the program director would be discussing this with us and thinking about the transition that's supposedly going to take place here tomorrow? Now, with Hank, it's not a problem because Hank's doing the show outside all week at the Shulas and wherever else. But that's going to be one whale of a transition tomorrow morning, unless, of course, we back up all those spots again. <laughs> there you go. Do that last break at about uh, 10 minutes off. Here's a mobile in Naples. Hello. Yeah, good deal. Uh, you would think that they have laws uh, when you apply for a license. How can they close these strip clubs down, these squat clubs down, if they're within the law? What justification are you doing this? You're asking me? I have no idea. I have, they did. They just go ahead and do it. Like it says in that book, uh, Lost Rights, they just go ahead and they do it first, and then uh, if it doesn't hold up, it doesn't hold up. Don't they have to be accountable to anybody? Who do who, they have to be accountable to? Who's going to do something about it? What are they going to do, uh, run the sheriff out of town? No, but doesn't, doesn't he have any, he has no laws to go by neither? Doesn't he have to wait by laws? Or? Sure, he makes it up as he goes along. We have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, Neil. Uh, this is uh, an ex-fundamentalist Pentecostal Republican, Julio, See? who is now a born-again atheist Democrat. Oh! All right. I just have to say that, unfortunately, by the level of intelligence of all these Bible-thumping right-wingers, it doesn't surprise me at all. I, I used to be one of them until I really started reading my Bible instead of believing all that crap that they preach to you at church. Uh, you know, first it's this Bible code thing. Uh, here's a man who writes a book that's teaching so-called Christians how to figure out hidden messages in a book that says that divination is unacceptable and punishable by God in the first place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, that's the ultimate hypocrisy. You know, I, I, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, unfortunately, it really doesn't surprise me. Hey, listen, he's selling a lot of books. Yeah, that's true. A lot more than what I'm doing. Uh, well, anyway, Neil, in closing, it puts the fairy tale in your religion. All right. Have a great day, sir. There you go. We got one. We brought one guy over to the real side, to the real world. Got him out of the fantasy land. Although, you know something? Maybe it's better in fantasy land. Maybe I ought to delve into it a little bit. Oh, I think I'm in it. Open line in Broward, two and Dave, 5670560, pound 560. Seriously, I want to go on record right now as saying, Duff Lindsay, you're unconscionable, okay? Your behavior, your lack of communication, your lack of uh, openness and uh, discussing with us. Uh, and it says to me, this show, and like I've said a million times, what do they want me on this station for? Because they've got the highest ratings, they're bringing in all this money here. It, it, can't, it can't possibly be that. Because there's absolutely no consideration. It's like, uh, how many ball games are we going to do? Can we get the hurricanes? Maybe we can do the FIU games on there. Uh, we're going to go out and do something at the, this restaurant, at that restaurant, at some sports bar. Like George said, it's a sports bar with a microphone. So what the hell are we doing here? When they don't, when they don't even have the minimal amount of courtesy of discussing with us what's going to happen here. Oh, you know, we had the same thing. We had the transition with Ron and Ron in the other place for a while until they finished their studio. You're not talking prima donnas over here. We've worked in other joints and other places under trying circumstances. But talk to us. Open up a mouth and say something, you bozo you. Say something. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Okay. 
Uh, this is Jimmy from Pompano. Uh, just want to comment to say about the girl uh, about a minute ago. Uh, I think she needs to be given blowjobs instead of opening her mouth. Yeah. And uh, Maybe she is. Maybe yeah. she's working on it right now. It's lunchtime. We have an open line in the Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the Mobile One line. Yeah, what, what, what'd she be saying anyway? I need an interpreter for that one. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. How you doing? I'm not going to ask you how you're doing. I know you're doing real not too good right my now. My ears are flaming. <laughs> I know they are. My, seriously, my ears are fl flaming right now. Do you ever stop to think this could be a conspiracy against you for the last couple of years? It, it's very strange how since you went to the station, it's been down, down the toilet ever since. Meaning what? You're, People against you there. They must not like you before, and they're getting you back for everything you've done to them, beating their ass in the ratings, apparently. That's what it sounds like to me. You're doing a great job with people around you, especially in that station. So, yeah, no, sir, you don't understand. It isn't yep. just this show. It's every show. It's the whole radio station, in case you haven't noticed that. You know, ball games that don't get on the air, uh, post-game shows that never get on the air. It's not just this show. I would take it personally if I felt it was a, the incompetence that runs amok in this place is rampant 24 hours a day. And uh, to further your psychosis about uh, when you were in a phone call before with that Pentecostal reformist guy, yeah, uh, buzzing came through the phone line. You know the phone line thing that the hit that, thing. The, yeah, well, that, that's probably part of the plot. <laughs> Maybe it's a Purim plot. <laughs> it could be. Could be. <laughs> um, can I switch gears for a minute, just for a second? Go ahead. Um, do you see the Ranger game last night? Pablo Burry's interviewed at, uh, during his first intermission. No, you didn't uh, see that. No. He was interviewed by. I, thought uh, I saw a little bit of the game. I didn't see him. Yeah, he was interviewed by uh, uh, the guy who does in New Jersey, the Devils, the white hair guy with the glasses, the Antichrist. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I can't think of his name. Yeah, he was Stan Fischler. was Stan Fischler. Very good. Thank you. I'm embarrassed. I couldn't think of his name. Go ahead. But he asked him a couple of questions because uh, apparently Pablo wanted to play for New York. Yeah. And he asked him how he felt about that, and Pablo said, "My team is Florida now." It was basically a vague interview. The guy just got off a plane. For ten hours. Yeah. It was like he was accosted in the in a hallway. Somewhere. Well, he'll be anonymous here, like I said yesterday. He can go out with a sign on his back saying "I'm Pavel Bury," and they'll still say, "Oh, that's who is that?" It's a real shame. You're right. I agree with you 100, and it's a shame because he's a great player. Yeah. People who follow the game. They know, couldn't. They have no clue, man. They they they're uh, hopeless. I know. And um, I got a one request, if you don't mind. Yeah. My friend Juan has stopped calling you, and I'm so happy about that. He's one of the Chronicolios, and I'm so happy I don't hear his voice. Really? Yes. I'm so happy. So Juan, well, if what, is his, what is his problem? He loves you. He's obsessed with you. Yeah. He loves you to death, believe me. But he's, he, he doesn't help the show. He dis, he's helping destroy the show. But he's he destroying my life. I know, but he loves you, though. That's his way but, of... But you're not listening to me, though. You're, you're, you better explain to him that we don't want to speak to him, okay? <laughs> I got you. I he, agree Beat the know. crap out of him. I will. Take away his visa and MasterCard. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you, Nick. I'll leave Oh, God, he loves us. Just like what's-his-name with the Prozac. Like Kathy Bates. We have an open line in Dade, and, uh, one in Broward, and 1400 in Palm Beach, and we have no idea. We don't even know what uh, base we're on here. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. For today's breaking wind news, we go to the WWF World Wrestling Federation. Let me say something, Sting. You know, I may be the United States champion, but I'm going to set everything aside. I'm not going to wait for a challenge from you. I'm going to issue a challenge right here, right now. And if you people don't like it... And that's today's breaking wind news. Prop 14 at 560 WQM. We have an, oh, there's a spick fag that's cranking on the phone. Okay, we'll get his number in a second. 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. So just during the last break here, because I'm a little bit slow, and this kind of like comes upon me like uh, out of nowhere, this whole deal about this transition we're going to make in here. I just told George, the little light bulb went on over my head. 
The reason that this is going to have to be done this way is because being on the cheap the way the Beasley Reed people are, unlike Power 96 that have got all brand new state-of-the-art studios upstairs, unlike them, the QAM guys are going to have the same tired, old, archaic, it-don't-work equipment from the other building on Sheridan Street that they're going to have to schlep over here. So that's the reason that the shows, whichever ones are not on the outside, like Hank's doing his remotes, that's why they'll all have to be out of these rooms here until they can schlep over and make the transition upstairs because the cheap bastards that run this company wouldn't put new, I forget about state-of-the-art, new decent equipment upstairs. Just like this archaic cart machine that was supposed to be temporary six months ago that we got sitting back here. But at least, thank God, it works. That's the story, boys and girls. Boy, the Nasdaq's up 64 and the Dow's up 112. Oh. Man, I get home, I'm calling Rick right away and get some investment tips. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Aren't you upset that we didn't get latrines free well? Yeah, I'd be real upset about that. <laughs> I can hear I want, to go see, I want to go see some gangster ball. Did you hear about that Duke basketball player that was arrested for robbing uh, a man in a wheelchair? No. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. I mean, it's getting a good education. It's always best to rob somebody yeah. in a wheelchair. They can't get away too well. Right. But somebody with a brain out there couldn't go to Duke because this thug took his scholarship. Right. To play ball. Well, you don't, sir, you don't understand. That's the American fucking way. Right. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Anyways, the, fact, the fact that we've got so-called so sports writers in this town writing articles in the newspaper and idiots calling the sports shows on this station bemoaning the fact that the Knicks are getting latrines pretty well and that we're not getting them on the heat here, this, this to me is just uh, unbelievable. Uh, I, well, I, I say thank Neil. These people but, uh, are setting new lows in terms of any kind of conscience whatsoever. It's ridiculous. Uh, sports in general is just out of control. I mean... Even that Jimmy Johnson thing, you know, did you see the way they ushered uh, uh, that coach in the helicopter? You know, I'm watching this on the news, and I'm thinking there's some sort of national emergency going yeah. on. If, you know, I didn't know these were all football coaches. Oh, Dave Lonsdale, man, he's an important guy. Don't you understand? Yeah. That's uh, big stuff. Have a great day, pal. You get your priorities straightened out. We have an open line in uh, somewhere in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Naples. Hello. Hey, Neil. What's happening, buddy? Yes, sir. Hey, I, I, you touched on it a second ago when you came back from break. I was just calling uh, to tell you I figured out the root of the problem to your studio situation, and that is the, uh, the owner of the radio stations. I'm over here in Naples, and they have two or three stations over here. Right. And they, they go through the same thing constantly. And uh, it's, it's Sir, I want to tell you, Sam, I really mean this. I work for a lot of people, good people, bad people, smart people, dumb people. These people are the cheapest, the tightest bastards, and believe me, they're paying me a lot of money, but only because I'm making them a hell of a lot of profit, you know, in terms of advertising on this show. They're not paying me a lot of money because they're generous. These are the cheapest bastards I have ever seen in my life. And, and to think, like I said yesterday, the kind of conditions that the people have had to work with in that other building on Sheridan Street and the kind of filth on the walls and the carpeting upstairs, what kind of slobs go to work every day and work in this kind of environment and then drag over a bunch of old half-assed crap, broken-down garbage from the other building and say, oh, by the way, here's your new studios. Aren't you grateful to us? Yeah, well, they, they had a... They it's, it's unbelievable. I can't even begin to imagine anybody else in this industry doing this. Well, nobody else would, and, and that's what, you know, when you said that they do pay you a lot of money, then you're you're one of the fortunate ones. They have a couple guys over here and on the other coast that uh, have a great show, well-listened-to show, and, and uh, they, they, uh, they, they 
out and out admit that they make nothing, and and especially compared to what they make for the station. Yeah. Well, that's, so, uh, the, Be- that's the Beasley effing way, man. That's the Beasley way. It's no longer the American effing way. It's the Beasley, the Beasley effing way. way. You got it. And hey, if you think the if you think the sports page over in Miami is bad, uh, pick up a Naples paper one day and, and try to find anything other than uh, you know like uh, shuffleboard results or nose picking. Okay, well they're big over there. Okay, pal, good luck to you. Thanks, say say hi to the Beastie Boys. Okay, we got two open lines in a day two in Broward five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello, mobile in Hollywood. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. This is Evan's father. I have something to say. Uh, I think the sanctimonious hypocrite. Can I can I ask you a question? And don't take this the wrong way, okay? Yeah, sure. Because you've called me before, but why do you call and identify yourself as this is Evan's father? Like you're some kind of an because, appendage, like you're an underling. Because all these years, and he grew up, he used to say a pet's son. So now I want to return the favor. Oh, okay. Okay. So now, now we know. Anyway, these sanctimonious hypocrites that call themselves congressmen and senators. Uh, should be all censured and should be impeached themselves because they don't know the procedure that's necessary to run this country. When you're in the service, you learn about the chain of command. You can hate your general, you can hate your lieutenant, but you must respect the bars on his shoulders and you must pay homage to him. These guys that didn't show up last night, they should be thrown out of office so fast because not that they didn't like the president, but they didn't like the presidency. Uh, they are unbelievable. They're not Americans. Americans go, you don't have to like the guy. You don't have to clap for the guy. Just sit there where you belong. Mm-hmm. But you're supposed to pay homage to the office, right. not to the man. And I say that they should all be thrown out, and I'll never vote Republican again. All right. Okay? Say hi to Evan. Okay. That was Evan's dad, by the way, in case you're wondering. Okay, I'm sitting here. You know something? I, I always wonder what it would be like to have a nervous breakdown on the air. I think today is going to be the day. I don't know who you're talking to in there, okay? I know you've got a little problem with some crank or whatever that is, okay? But I'm sitting here dying. I mean, actually dying on the radio, and I'm watching those green things light up there on the board, and I never, ever get bent out of shape. I never say anything. I'm probably too nice of a guy in spite of my, you know, in, in contrary to public opinion. But this today, this is not my concept of doing a radio show. This is not what I consider coming in and getting paid to do. What I spent 400 years working my way from Little Underling in Batavia, New York, to Albion, Michigan, to Marshall, Michigan, to WKAT, to WNWS, to WINZ, to Zeta, to WIOD, to this place, okay? This is not anywhere near even close what I conceive when I get out of bed in the morning, Monday through Friday, except for those 40 weeks a year I get vacation. Other than that, this is what is going on here today. Why won't somebody tell me what is it that is going on here today? See, this is another thing that we got going here. You think that we had pussies at the other radio station. This place, they ought to call this all pussy radio because everybody, oh, well, they're afraid to talk to Neil. They're afraid to, what is that? What is that? Have I ever gone in the hallway screaming and yelling, I don't want to mention any names on this radio station, about some of our people that get a little bit uh, temperamental and hysterical, which now I'm beginning to understand why, by the way, and I'm on the verge of starting to do it myself. This is supposed to be a business, Mr. Lindsay, or whatever the hell your phony name is you made up this week. This is supposed to be a freaking business. You know how it works. You open your mouth. I talk to you. You talk to me. Somebody tells me something with our numbers that we've had for the last 13 months, which are better than all the other numbers on this radio station, in spite of your priorities being all cockeyed. 
And with all the revenue we're bringing in here with spots, with, with spot breaks again, we're back to the same old business again, even though I was lied to about that. The money is rolling in this joint, and yet it's kind of like, ah, no, nah, they're, they're just, we're in the way. We're in the way. Well, I got news for you, Duff Lindsay. If we're in your way, I'd be real happy to get out of your way. Okay? Just call up Naples, have them write me a check, and I'll be happy to get out of your way. Because this isn't the way to run a goddamn railroad. Whatever whatever it is that's going on here today. Man. I'll just calm down, Neil. You only work four hours. A yeah, you're right. Good point. Okay. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. Did I hear you say something earlier about uh, Phil Hendry being on in the morning? Phil Hendry will be doing morning starting February 1st on WQAM, yes. Really? That's a permanent thing? Are you sure? Positive. How did that happen? What do you mean, how did that happen? I, we had oh. to pull a lot of strings to make that happen. Oh. I've been well. working for 13 months to get that damn morning show off of here. Uh, I should have known you were behind it. You just don't want to get anything done. That's right. Thanks, Neil. Leave it to Neil, man. All right. Okay, have a great time. Right. Two open lines in day, two in Broward. Five, that's not bad enough that the other, you know, that I'm sitting here dying today. That's not bad enough. All the other good extraneous stuff, that's just window dressing. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the mobile one line. We got one line lit on the board, and then we go right back to the Commodores, which I love the Commodores. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Neil, you got to settle down. You are going to kill yourself on the air, and believe me, that's the last thing I need. I have never worked for people who are so innate, unable to communicate with people. Just tell me what's going on here. What's the game plan? What are we doing? What are we going to be doing at ten o'clock tomorrow? What is going on in this place? And they just Absolutely effing refuse to do it, sir. <laughs> Neil, I'm, I feel bad for you. I, I work do. for crazy people. <laughs> crazy people. You do. You do. I feel like I work that too. I listen to you every day. And How I'll... is it possible to be this this negligent in your duties? We got a guy that's making a ton of money, walks around with a briefcase every day, calls himself the program director, and doesn't talk to anybody about anything. I don't know, Neil. All I can tell you is sit around. And like I said before, before he finishes saying hello, he's already saying goodbye because he's afraid you might bring something up that he can't answer, which you, you name it, he can't answer it. You're right. You're right. Listen, Neil, I called to um, to ask you if you watched Larry King the other night when Madonna was on. No. You think well, I would watch Madonna? No. The president is making a goddamn State of the Union address and I'm going to watch Madonna? No. Oh, that no, was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday night. night. Uh, yeah, it was Monday night. I was watching the hockey game. Well, Larry King was sitting there with his his fist on his face, sitting there leaning, listening to Madonna. And then he moves his fist, the camera pans to him, he moves his fist, and on his cheek, his knuckle marks were in his face for about a minute. His face, All right. his face was like a leather catcher's mitt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just cracked me up. I had I, I've been you. doing this a long time. Yeah, we know. <laughs> All right, Neil. It was good talking to you. Thank you. Hey, calm down. Have all a right. great day. It'll be all right. All right. It'll be okay. Is it going to be okay? No. Yeah, it will. Two open lines in day two in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. So what's the story? Is everything under control now? Do we have any? Has we have any input as to what's going to be going on here? Okay, twelve twenty uh, five and a half and five sixty, WQAM. Seriously, how how can you get up in the morning? Look in the mirror and then come in here and take a paycheck when you absolutely, positively, absolutely refuse to do those things that you're supposed to be doing. I, I just don't get it. What's your question? Bill's the cars and Monica's vagina. All right. She lets out a giggle. 
When a nation will go, Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. Rectum. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Well, he don't know where a stogie goes. I can see how there was some confusion between humidor and humid whore. In Arkansas, the term cedar box means saw her naked. Stars report can lead to going blind. Now Clinton, he was working hard late nights in the ovary office, working on a practical joke. He took a mac and noodle, put an exploding load in for Monica was blowing rings of smoke. Bill cigars in Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle. Every time he makes it wiggle, Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Oh, people feel that Hillary's been made a fool of by her husband. Feel that Hillary was wronged. Up in the Lincoln bedroom, she was moaning, moaning. Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong. Are you? Bill cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle. Every friggin' time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Oh, candy and dandy. Yeah, Dutch master is faster. Oh, yeah. What you gotta do is take a tip of rizzo and put it in a Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, now, nah. oh, yeah. I was riding on a train to Austin, Texas. Oh, when a very lovely lady sat next to my
She showed me an album of pictures of her opening, which she'd been sitting on. She seemed as sweet as she could be, but I could clearly see she was the kind of girl who stole men's hearts and wrecked them. Wrecked them. I wanna kiss her, but she won't let me. I wanna share on that thing tonight. People that actually tune in to watch it. If you could have seen the operation that's gone on here the last uh, couple of hours, and now these guys just had to pack up and uh, go back where they came from. Glad they didn't order lunch. Yeah, glad the they didn't order lunch, baby. Had to do takeout. Right back over to Sheridan Street to the bug-infested, rat-infested, because the best laid plan, even the best laid plans of mice and men don't go well, but this plan, which ain't laid too well, by the way, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, this is one of those deals where I don't know whether to laugh or cry. So what does this what does this mean? Is there really a Santa Claus? That's what I'm asking. Yes. I mean, does, does this mean that... I won't even ask. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm asking real questions and expecting real answers in this place. We have two open lines in Broward, one in date. If there's any interest here, or we can keep uh, pumping the music out. I enjoy that Commodores. Man, although I hate that song. I love the Commodores, though. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hey, this is Max, first-time caller, loyal listener. Yes, sir. Thanks for helping me through the day with your insanity and sanity and entertainment. You've oh, got right. a rare appreciation for the absurd. Oh, thank God somebody in Fort Myers appreciates because they hate me like poison over here. Well, that's why we like you. Because I hate you. Okay. Um, you had a poll question about uh, oral sex and sexual relations. Yes, sir. What constitutes sex in your mind? Does oral sex constitute having sex? In my mind, yeah. But for the purposes of the Paula Jones trial, the court defined sexual relations as intercourse, not fellatio or cunnilingus. So if the president had answered yes, that he had had sexual relations with... Uh, Monica Lewinsky, that would have been a lie under the definition that the court mandated that he uh, go by. But they also said something about whether he uh, tried to arouse her, and she claims she had four, or not, not Paula Jones, Monica had four orgasms. Oh! 
And that was all. That was all. We're just eating the pizza. Uh, the president should get lessons then. There are four in a row. That's right. Um, Excellent. Regardless, he knows how to figure it out. <laughs> regardless of his answer to that question on the perjury issue, yes, sir. It's got to be germane to the outcome of the trial. Yeah. And he was talking about Monica in a Paula Jones trial. Right. And the judge, Judge Weber, said it wasn't material. But don't, you know, don't confuse these it people and these right wingers because they're material guys like Madonna. They're material men. It was thrown out and not as a result of Clinton Clinton's testimony. Right. Well, this too shall pass. We'll get through it, pal. If you were uh, accused of murder in Dade County, yeah, and uh, you had witnesses saying you were at a reunion in Poughkeepsie, right, and they asked you if you sat on the edge of the bed and picked mm -hmm. your feet in Poughkeepsie, yeah, you said no, but you really did. That's yeah. a lie under oath, but it's not perjury. Yeah. It has nothing but you know to do something? If I found myself in that predicament, I probably wouldn't go out and hire a lawyer in a wheelchair. That, that's the only thing I would say. You know. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. Okay, we have. An, I don't want to sound insensitive, but it's just my personal thing. I probably would not hire an attorney in a wheelchair, even if it was the most bombastic. Which this guy, you know, kind of, he was okay. I mean, it would be one thing if he was like Clarence Darrow in a wheelchair and was like, "Oh, no, sorry, Clarence." I mean, like the real Clarence Darrow, and like really dynamic and forceful and emphatic and like you know. But this guy's like a, a slumped-over guy in a chair, keeps dropping a microphone. We have an open line at day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Boy, I'll tell you one thing. Will we make it till two today? This is one of those days when it's really, the verdict is really up in the air. Just like our program director, it's up in the air. Here's Hallandale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. I uh, appreciate your show, man. Helps me make it through the day. Uh -huh. uh, let me ask you a question here. I was watching the guy who runs the country here last night on TV. Yeah. You know, doing what he normally does. Um, he was talking about this surplus. Where did this surplus come from? They from the up? surplus store. My, in fact, my family we used to have a sur the surplus outlet in Canada, New York, sir. You get the surplus at the surplus store. Any other questions? Two open. Come on, let's get with it here. I don't want to sit here and have to play music till 2 o'clock on a day that's already one of the worst days in the history of my life. But these people are brain dead. They're brain dead today. They got nothing. Like I've all, how many times have I said this before? Either you come in sick or the world is crumbling around you or both of the above and the, the Southport audience, will they be there? No. No chance. Those are the days especially. They avoid you like the plague, like you got bubonic plague that they're going to catch over the phone if they might call. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Jesus, God, and Joseph. How could I possibly? What am I doing here? Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort Lauderdale. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I just got to tell you, uh, like a schlepper, I figured it out and decided I'm getting the hell out of this hole. Good for I'm, you, pal. And I'm going Pack right me back. Pack in a suitcase. I'm going right back to Maine, where the men oh. are men and the cows are scared, but that's besides the point. Yeah. But I really got to tell you, I've been here for a year, and I've been listening to your show ever since. And you and George have got the best show in town, I don't care, on the eastern seaboard. Yes. that. So I just really appreciate all of this, and, uh, you know, this is the only thing I listen to all day long, and you guys are just great. Out of this world. Okay, Unbelievable. Good, good luck to you. Thanks. I'll see you in Banger. Uh-huh. We have an open line in Dade, one in Broward, 567. Oh, he's going to Maine, for Christ's sake. You ever see how far north Maine is on the map? Yeah. That's way up there. That makes Canada look like, uh, I mean, it's way up there. Freeze your ass off, but like he said, he'll always have Elsie the Borden cow to keep him company up there. Open line to Dayton Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line, and 9303000 in Palm Beach. How come I never mentioned that? See, they've, they've conditioned me, they brainwashed me into not to mention that because that costs them money. They have to pay for it if you're in Palm Beach and you call 9303000 if we decide to forward the lines. Here's Kendall. Hello. 
Very deal. Yes, sir. I got pissed off yesterday, man. I about. was thinking about you. A stupid thing in Weston. Can't have no more than three dogs. What kind of crap is that? About what? Being in Weston, they want to pass about you can't have no more than three dogs, or you can't have one dog, one fish, and one bird. Yeah. How about, about that? Can you have a cockatoo? No, listen, because how many dogs did you have when you lived? Oh, you live in Weston. You live in a plantation. I have two. So imagine, if your dog's bred and you had puppies, they'd kick you out of Weston. Well, they'd find you something at all for each additional dog. Well, that's another good reason to stay the hell out of Weston. Is that crap or what? Yes. Man? Communism, I tell you, Maybe, man. Maybe maybe that's filtering down from Coral Springs. Coral Springs? You mean Oral Springs? The Blue Nose mentality. Okay, well, go uh, feed your dogs. Two open lines in date. Five, six, seven. Didn't it sound like we were doing one of those? Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, and pound five, sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Orlando. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? What Wait. is going on today? I have no idea. <laughs> chaos. <laughs> Utter chaos here, man. It's the yeah, QAMF and way. I'm driving up toward, towards Orlando. I'm on and the, we, got uh, the whole, we got the whole staff from the other building over there. We got Clarence and Josh and Junior and Senior and this one. And George is, uh, you know, showing them the ropes and how to run the board. And, and then all of a sudden, like five minutes ago, oh, well, it ain't going to work. We got to pack up everything and go back over to Sheridan Street. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you, man, this place, the, do they have <laughs> any idea what they're doing, these guys? No. None. None. No. Less than none. Not at all. First of all, George did a great job. When, uh, when yes, he, he did. In fact, if he wants to finish the week, I say more power to him. Yeah. Tomorrow and Friday sound real good. No problem. Um, come over uh, and hover over Defoe's shoulder and make him real insecure and nervous. A concern about Mr. Pablo Verri, if, if I may. Pablo? Pablo. Pablo? Pablo. Yeah. Pavel. Pavel, mm -hmm. excuse me. Um, two questions. First off, I, I was watching an interview last night. Um, I guess it was the... Um, uh, there was two teams there. The Ra the Rangers were one of them, yes, and Ottawa was the other, I believe, yes. Okay, but no, 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 it wasn't that. Sh it wasn't that game. It was the game. It was the game last Buffalo night. Buffalo and Tampa Bay. Field. Buffalo and the Lightning. It was. It was when. Uh, it was all last night. Uh, oh, it was. It was, was on ESPN two on the Deuce. It was Detroit game. Detroit, Detroit game, and that's Calgary. Correct. The Calgary won three to one. Yes, sir. Now they were talking. To, they were talking to them regarding to. Um, Regarding the Pablo's uh, entrance coming into Florida no, here. No, what are you and calling this man? His name isn't Pablo. Pavel, Pavel. I'm sorry. Pablo, I'm sorry. yeah, Pablo. Oh, we got to appeal to the Julios. Pablo or Bure, yeah, Bure. Was there was there a connection with him and Sergey uh, Sergey Fedorov uh, regarding to some kind of Russian mafia thing uh, that was going on? Sir. Pay no attention, okay? Don't worry about the Russian mafia. Don't worry about him being kidnapped. Have a great day and a great life. It's 1256 at 560 WQAM. It's not just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon! I was an altar boy once. He was young and hot. My priest said to me, son, it's time to have some fun. Be sitting down on your knees. Be happy down on my knees. He was a Catholic priest who said the Lord would be. Please, if I got down on my knees. Nobody knows what the priest had to do. After that, I would love till his balls were down on my knees. He had me down on my knees. He said, You know how to Come on and satisfy me. I want you down on your knees. Father, God, you have still see. 
It's 102 at 560 WQM. Hank's coming up at 2 from Shula Stake 2. The Boogster will be here briefly at 6 o'clock because we got the pregame show at 7 o'clock tonight and the Panthers at the Islanders at 7.30 this evening. Pavel Berg going to play. Do we know about it? No. Probably not. We have two open lines today, two in Broward. Pretty weak here today all day long. At least they've been consistent, unbelievably weak, as in no response to anything. You name it, do they want to talk about it? No. No, they don't. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. They got that studio all set up over there? No. Okay. Here's Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? The worst. The absolute worst day of my life, sir. Today is the day, January 20th, 1999. Well, I'm the mark... worst day of my career. I'm going to mark that down. and you know... Mark it on your calendar, pal. Put a big circle around it. Well, you know, that, I, I, you didn't stick around to listen to that Republican response last night? Of course not. Well, that... I had hockey games to watch. Well, I know, but I, you know, I, that well, was... Why, why would I watch that? Why would That's I listen to that part. Will? No, it is not the best part, listening to, to Steve Largent. Well, that guy was hysterical. You should have heard what he said. He said, um, first he said that he had to be grateful because this country exists under the protection of God. Oh, yeah, there we right. go again. And then in the, next, oh, God. in the next breath he says, and he's glad that the president's going to authorize more defense spending so we can buy more missiles. So we can bomb the hell out of all those uh, commie pinkos, right. But, I mean, who needs missiles if we have God? Right, well. Well, that's like the best missile. You're not supposed to ask these questions. Oh, well. Well, you know, you know you're the only mature voice speaking on, on the radio <laughs> with intelligence. <laughs> can, I, can I have a quick request? No. Two fart noises and a Have belt. a great day. Bye. We have two open lines in date. Five six seven in uh, five six seven oh five sixty in pound five sixty on the. There's another one for you. AT and T wireless line. Just because I'm, you know, I'm actually thank God I played that long uh, Commodores uh, ten times a lady. That was for our program director, by the way. That was a special dedication. Your hundred times a lady. There is the most, and it's not only him. I mean, he's just uh, you know another cog in his uh, cracked up wheel. That keeps clunking along down the road. Starts right at the top. Anybody seen him lately? No. You know, and, you know, I was thinking while I was playing that record, I was thinking to myself of the first days that we were on the air here after all the arguing and gnashing and, oh, the studio won't be ready and we lied and then we finally legally had to force them to get this, uh, this, uh, makeshift piece of crap ready. And guess who takes off and goes out of town during our first days on the air? All the TV stations, big newspaper stories. Neil Rogers returns to the air after a seven-month absence. Greg Reed leaves to goes to Chicago for uh, a week or ten days. Spineless jellyfish. But you see, that's the way people operate when they lie to you a lot. Then they make it hard to find them. Then they don't return your phone calls. Then they go out of town because they're fearing the worst, assuming that there will be a technical nightmare. Was there a technical nightmare? Yeah, of course. Every day for a month. Was he here to uh, do anything about it? No. No. I mean, you know, you can conjure up in your mind what a great radio genius you are, what a uh, mover and shaker you are, and all this other baloney. It's a, you're not fooling me, okay? It, uh, it doesn't impress me. I can buy my own meals at Ruth Chris, okay? I, it, it doesn't impress me the least bit. When I see that, and and we're listen, we're in a Fat City over here. We've had the luxury of working in at least semi-real studios the last thirteen months. 
where some of those people in the other building on Sheridan Street had been working in a literal toilet, some of them for years. And now they're, they're dragging out all that, all that stuff that most stations in America would throw out. They would just throw it in a dumpster. They're schlepping that over here, and that's the reason for all this confusion and chaos, because they have to set it up upstairs in their new uh, whatever those are. To me, new studios indicates new equipment, not just a room. New paint rooms with a view. New paint, paint room with a view. Excellent. Sports bar with a microphone, paint rooms with a view. Here's a mobile in Wilton Manors. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Great. Sounds like your audience traveled across eight time zones today. Yeah, they're, they're taking a rest. That's right. They need an eight-day rest. They're going to take some time off. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Colin Pablo Pablo, Pablo Burrito. Yeah, Pablo Burrito. Week. Later. What did he say? What did he say? There? I have no idea what he said. We have an open line in uh, Dade, one in Broward, 5670560 in Pond 560 on the AT&T wireless line, whatever he said. Here's a mobile in Fort Myers. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Long-time listener. Enjoy your show down here. Did you hear what he said there at the end? I had no idea. I thought okay. you beeped him. Uh, but wanted to get a part of your poll. Yes. You had a poll question. I didn't hear the whole thing. Stay away from my poll, mister. <laughs> uh, the poll question is, do you consider oral sex as having sex? Absolutely not. I think when you have sex is when you actually have to kiss someone and you have intimacy. That's true. I never thought about that. You certainly don't have to kiss somebody to have oral sex. No. There you go. Very good Absolutely point. Absolutely not. You ought, to be, you ought to be up there instead of the guy in the wheelchair. I'm serious. I love you down here, and I wish you could uh, play a little bit more of uh, lotion in a basket. Okay. And have a great day, sir. That's over on the West Coast. They love me over there. They hate me in Dayton Broward, but in the West Coast, they don't know me well enough yet to hate me. It puts the lotion in the basket. We have an open line in Dayton, 5670560, pound 560, on the AT&T wireless line. How it places the lotion in the basket. Here's a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, I've been hearing your station with that advertising for the phone service, unlimited phone for $200 a month. And I don't know the name of it. Can you give me the name of it? I want to get it. Mobile One. Hobo? Hobo? Mobile. 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 Oh, mobile. As mobile. M, okay. As in right. masturbate. Mobile. Mobile <laughs> okay. One. Now he catches on. Yeah, Mobile One. You want the number? Yeah, please. Well, I don't know what the number is. Just a moment. One moment, please. One, triple, uh, one, eight, what am I giving triple A? One eight hundred. Right. Phone, P-H-O-N-E. Right. Got it? Got it. M1. M1. That's okay, M. thanks, Neil. That's M as in mutilation. I got it. Okay. Thank you, Neil. Now, see, that's another interesting thing. See, you could have called George for that, but George doesn't have a list of the phone numbers of the sponsors, which is just another minor thing. We get a zillion people calling George all the time because if they call a switchboard over there on Sheridan Street, they say, uh, they don't know what they're talking about. Any, any switchboard here. Right, there. they call the switchboard upstairs. Uh, que, que, que paso, que paso. You know, no speaking less upstairs anyway. I'm a troublemaker for us. Uh, and poor George, you know, asked our general manager, no less speak of the devil, wouldn't it be, we really need a list of the numbers we had at every other station we've ever worked at, so that when people call, since we're supposed to be doing a job for the sponsors, we can give them the phone number, the address, well, whatever information the audience wants, because that's part of servicing the client. And Greg's response was, <laughs> nine minutes after one at 560 WQAM, if you're... <laughs> For one night only in Boca Raton, Centrum Silver and Shady Hills Retirement Condo Association proudly present the one group taking senior citizens by storm, the Old Spice Girls. Do you know what I want, what I really, really want? I forget. Meet 
call your favorite Old Spice girls and get to spend some time with them. What? Old Spice My fever. I see pictures of my grandkids. I gotta take a nap. The Old Spice girls. If you wanna be my lover, you have to change my depends. More fun than a Matlock marathon. 114 at 560 WQM. I think I'll do Chuck's for lunch today. How's that sound from our friends over at the Sub Center on the corner of 441 and uh, Ives Road? What? Balls. I beg your pardon. You got to have big ones to do this show, mister. Yeah, I'll have my meatballs and cheese and onion, my Atkins. Uh, that, that was very depressing news I read at the beginning of the show, which maybe you didn't hear, and I'm not going to repeat it again, about how your fat, your uh, body becomes ten times more uh, retentive of uh, fat if you go into ketosis. So if you do the Atkins, I think the best deal is to just to be satisfied to lose it slowly as opposed to really going into pure ketosis, which isn't good for enough for you in the first place. Because then your body becomes just uh, more adept at uh, when you do start eating bad stuff again, just just gobbling it up there and hanging onto the fat in it and making you a fat as a pig again in no time. That's the answer for it. It's right there in Barry Sears' book. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Tengo mucho pellejo en la punta. Sí. Si. Y en los huevos también. Sí. Si. <laughs> How you doing? Great. All right. See this. Uh, uh, your poll question is, uh, of course not. Getting a blowjob is not having sex. How do you like this? You see, I think this, if they would have just taken this survey, if they would have read the Journal of the American Medical Association or talked to this audience, they would discover this is all a waste of time. You're right. Well, God bless you, sir. Okay, bye-bye. And go find some. I, I love you. Hey, in closing? See. Si. Uh, uh, Goldstein, uh, uh, the song that he has? Goldstein? Uh, Steve Goldstein in the morning show. Oh, Geldy. Yeah, you I got hear the song? It. You got it. All right. I'll leave it at you. Bye-bye. We have it all. <laughs> <A> gold <laughs> You know, even that card, that postcard, that hate Neil postcard from Charlie and his friends said to Joe Defoe and Goldstein. Sounds like a goddamn law firm. We have an open line of date, 5670560. This, this thing today, this was just uh, um, astonishing. You had to be here to see it, to believe it. And you wonder why I'm getting psychotic? These poor guys, they're running around here like uh, somebody knows what the hell's going on. And, of course, by the way, is our program director here to kind of, like, be involved in or supervise this? No. Kind of reminds me of when we were moving out of IOD over to Paxson. And the PD was, like, uh, locked in a room somewhere on the floor with a bottle in one hand. And God only knows what else he had in his other hand. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't see him until Wednesday. And, yeah, and all of a sudden, like, we come in here, we're working morning, noon, and night to get that, to go ready to go out to the Paxton building, come in one evening to do some work, and there he is sitting in the PD's office with his feet up on the desk. Like, wow, I'm actually here, which he didn't expect to be. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, 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 here, Steve. They want you. They want you. Yeah, Steve, they want you, too, briefly. What a business, man. I keep telling you people, you think I'm joking, you think I do it for comic effect. Don't get near this business. Don't Not just don't get in this business, don't get near it. Here's a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, as far as Clinton's attorney goes, is, it, is that his personal attorney? Is, is that a White personal House attorney? attorney? He's got a whole bunch of them. No, is that a White House attorney? He's not the White House. No, he's a personal attorney. Well, the guy looks like, it's not even so much that he's in a wheelchair, but he looks like a sub. You know, I saw him. I thought he was a public defender. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Well, maybe he works cheap. You know, Clinton got to pay all that money to Paula. That's very possible. Uh, one more thing. The poll's got Gregory uh, Craig is up there as we speak right now. The White House Special Counsel, Gregory Craig. He's up there now, hocking to China. Yeah. Uh, they got to get the things settled and get it over with. Yeah, get it over with. Let's get on to the important stuff. 
right. Uh, like the poll. The poll itself? Yes, sir. Uh, all these guys that are saying a blowjob isn't sex. Right. Asking how they'd feel if their wife was, if their wife was down on her knees blowing everybody on, you know, at night. Excellent point. That's going to be part of the poll. Thank you. Alright. See ya. <laughs> uh, no, a blowjob isn't sex when you're getting it. Are you following this now, okay? When you're getting it, it is not sex. So Bubba wasn't having sex because he was getting it. Squirt, squirt, so to speak. That, that's a very good point there. Now, if it happens to be your wife or girlfriend or both of the above who are giving it, then there could be a little problem. Could be a sticky situation. We have an open line in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. But the guy before, he made a very good point. And that is, you have to kiss somebody before you have sex. Well, not necessarily. But you would think so, that that would go along with it. A little lip action in there somewhere. Here's a uh, mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am. I hope this answers your poll. Yes. But if the cigar don't fit, you got to quit. If the cigar don't spit? Don't fit. Don't fit. Then you have to acquit. Okay, thanks, Johnny. We have an open line in Broward, one in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I mean, here's a country here is supposed to be the greatest country in this effed up world of ours where people are slaughtering each other. I love last night, by the way, when he talked about Kosovo. And the guy, I think that got the biggest ovation next to, uh, next to, uh, Sammy Sosa, which rhymes kind of sounds like Kosovo. Got the biggest ovation from everybody nonpartisan last night because naturally we want to make it appear that we're really very concerned about all those people that are being slaughtered over there. And I was reading over the weekend about the 500th article that I've read about how all these cliches, you know, after the Holocaust, never again, never again. And how could, how could good people sit by and watch these things happen? And of course it goes on every day in Ethiopia and all over Africa. I mean, uh, uh, all over what used to be Yugoslavia, which is now just a slaughterhouse. We have the pictures on CNN. We're looking at it. We're looking at the bodies. They show us a picture of that kid crying the other day. I can't imagine why he's crying. His whole family's lying there dead. Let's try to figure that out. They've all been slaughtered. goes on every day, so don't give me this bull crap about, well, we, you know, that was the one thing he said that, I, you know, and the reaction was just so, so plastic, so phony. We're not doing a goddamn thing about it. Innocent people are dying, being slaughtered, butchered every day, and the rest of the world, as long as we got our Kansas Chef Boyardee ravioli and whatever else we want, we sit back and, hey, screw them, you know. That's the way the world works. And if Hitler wouldn't have uh, threatened uh, this country, you know, and if him and the Japs would have said, okay, we'll leave you guys alone, we just want all of Europe and Asia, whatever's over here. Okay, go ahead. We wouldn't have given a crap. They'd have just left that Weinstein Churchill guy alone. Uh, who knows what would be going on now? We'll be singing uh, Deutschland Uber Alles. Oh, we already are? Here's Davey. Hello. Hey, dude. How you doing? Pretty good, sir. What does it say? Uh, uh, your poor question, a blowjob is not considered sex. That's, that's just my opinion right there. That's uh, part of my uh, girlfriend's relationship. Uh, now, now, but wait a minute. What if your girlfriend is giving one to somebody else? I'll bump her and smack the hell out of her. <laughs> hey, Neil. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, as a registered independent, after I see the uh, State of Union address, I was really impressed on... Uh, well, President Clinton having Sammy Sosa in, the, in, the, in Congress yesterday. Yeah. I was really impressed that which called up. He's, you know, he's got my support right there. Neil, uh, you heard about having a plantation. Sure, like Sammy Sosa, held a lot better than Steve Largen, I'll tell you that. <laughs> better player. Uh, you heard about having a plantation acres yesterday? No. About that uh, 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 R&B artist of, um, oh, I forgot his name, Aaron Hall. He had all those uh, dogs over there. About what? Aaron Hall, R&B artist. No. The one which called, it was a plantation acres. He had what's called a, uh, what the neighbors complained about was that uh, 
uh, 28 uh, dogs that were left unattended. Most of them were pit bulls. Yeah. Yeah, what's called up? Uh, uh, well, it's, uh, maybe now this is this the same as the guy that was talking to tell me about Weston. Maybe he was confused before. The no, guy said it was in Weston that no, they were doing. It has nothing to do with Weston. It has to do with our plantation. Oh, this acres. is another story. Well, yeah, most of them were pit bulls and stuff. It was uh, he, he he will be charged with negligence because uh, the person who was hired to take care, take care of the dogs did not appear for like days. Oy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was unbelievable. Well, get up. his ass out of the acres, and anybody that uh, messes around with dogs can't be in the acres. I'll tell you and that right now. Plus, Go in and doubt, kick them out. Plus, most of the pit bulls, I think they should live with the breeding of pit bulls because they're serious animals, man. All right, Dale, take it easy, bucket. See, maybe they can play in the NBA if they're serious animals. How's Latrine doing, by the way? Damn it, we almost had him. We. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, huh? I'd like to see, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Pat Riley with Latrine Spreewell's hands right around his neck. Uh, that, that moves some of that hair out of place a little bit. One thing you gotta admit, whether you're a sports fan or not, this time Jimmy Johnson with that hair that never moves, that big white quaff that he's got, and Pat Riley with that greased down slick back with that hair never moves. They may not have the best teams in the world, but they got the best goddamn hair that, uh, we can slick back. Maybe that's why Rimmer's trying to do that thing now. If you notice him on those, you know, you can watch it. Yeah, he's got like eight hairs and he just greases them all back. A lot cheaper than getting a haircut, I guess. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hello, you? Yes, sir. What is the George concern if I'm a faggot or not from Miami Lakes? What is George's concern? Yeah, I mean, he's asking me. Are you the faggot from Miami Lakes? I mean, are, you, are you the faggot from Miami Lakes? Maybe. Yeah. And? Well, what is it to him if and I what, am or not? And what can we do for you? Why do you keep calling the show and bothering George? What do you want? I'm not bothering George. Do you I'm want? calling to, call, to talk to you. Well, talk. What do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, I want to know why... why no, you, no. Why what do you want to talk so about? Much, okay. what, what do you want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about the poll, first of all. Yeah. The poll that you are and when you're, you're giving about. oral sex, do you consider it sex? When you're uh, giving a guy a blowjob, do you consider it sex? No, it's not sex. Okay, thank you. We have an open line in Broward to... Two and Dade. Five. Well, at least he was honest about it, for Christ's sakes. Right? Well, he said he was. <laughs> he said when he's giving his boyfriends or some stranger a blowjob that it's not sex. It's just, uh, he's being friendly. He said it's the uh, Hispanic effing way, is what he said. Two open lines in Dade. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty. This is what you call <laughs> delayed reaction. I asked the poll question like about three and a half hours ago, three hours ago. With that great article by Ellen Goodman in the uh, Herald this morning, Technical Sex, a great column on a real survey done by the uh, Amer somebody who writes in the American Medical uh, Association Journal, the JAMA, who got canned for putting the article in because they claimed they were mixing politics with science and medicine. Sixty percent of the college students said that a blowjob is not sex. Oral sex is not sex. And 18 percent of the people in the survey said that anal sex is not sex. How do you like them apples, huh? How do you like that? I'll bet. I don't get it. So in other words, it's like, it's like if I give you a salami sandwich, okay? And you say to me, that's not a salami sandwich, it's a hamburger. And I say to you, it's two slices of bread and there's slices of salami inside. And you say, yeah, it's a hamburger. I mean, if you decide it's a hamburger, who the hell am I to argue with you, right? <laughs> right? I guess it depends. So if there's like two cheeks, I'm sorry. Don't start with the two cheeks and the salami, okay? It's too close to lunchtime. If you blow too much, you're in trouble. Kelsey, <laughs> Kelsey, talking on a court show, trying to be macho. 
Your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl. A little sports whole show. What else are you there for? Guilty. Guilty. Talking like a baby. Who needs a little training? Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber band. That joke. Your throat comes guilty. 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 Your lucky management don't tell. Cause guilty. You don't belong there on the air. And guilty. The sports can't wait till your voice cracks. Cause anyone who sounds like that should find another job. And they should only take you back when both your BBs drop. Oh, Kelsey. Kelsey. When you're gonna grow up, you make us wanna throw up. You silly, squeaky fool. Go to broadcasting school. Your pre-cubescent voice makes you sound like a pun. You're a hot. Okay. You're a hot. 130 at 5.50 WQM. So this guy's pretty good. Gregory Craig, who's White House Special Counsel. You're a grand jury. And this dynamic has been unfair to the president. We're at number six with the exhibits. He's got charts and graphs. He's got pictures. There are many more available. Okay, that's enough. But at any rate, at least we got a guy, first of all, that's like a little more animated. Again, I don't want to sound insensitive, but it just strikes me as uh, the guy was very frumpy and in a wheelchair and like Lurch. He looked like Lurch. He looked like Lurch in a chair, you know, and kept dropping a uh, lavalier mic on the floor. It just, I don't know. Maybe they wanted to start out with that guy and work up to the good stuff. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Mobile Hello? in Fort Lauderdale. Yes, sir. Hey, how we doing today, Neil? All right. Um... I just want to let you know I'm finally doing it. I'm pulling up, moving out of this bone marrow sucking town. Yeah. I'm moving to southern Utah. I'll be so close <laughs> to Vegas to plunge my brains there out. There you go. But don't let the Mormons know you're plunging your brains out, although they do like spending a lot of time in Vegas for some reason. There's some cute blonde Mormons out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. So that's I just want to let Steve you Young said, yeah. know before I go. Okay. Good luck, pal. Yeah, as a matter of fact, thank God that they're going to have the Olympics in 2002 in a city where the honesty is, uh, you know, where the Mormons are, Salt Lake City, where they wouldn't be bribing people, you know, where everything could be on the up and up in Salt Lake City, where those good, honest morons are. Well, maybe maybe they were wearing their uh, magic underwear too tight. Maybe that's why they start giving all those bribes out. We have an open line at day one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Hallandale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, hi, Neil. I enjoy your program. I find it very entertaining and informative. Yes. Oh, I have a serious yeah. question first, and then we'll get to the blowjob question. Yes. You mentioned about your blood pressure. You took something for it, and uh, your blood pressure dropped down, and uh, you were able to cut the amount of medication you're taking. Oh, what? forget about that. That was uh, that grapeseed extract. Forget about it. Coke you 10 and I think that's what made me sick. Uh-oh, it made you sick? Give me the flushes. I still got flushes. Oh, I shouldn't use it. No, don't do it, please. Oh, good. Okay, therefore, I'll give you my opinion on the blowjob. Yes, sir. If blowjobs are not sex, then all these guys that have been paying for 
sex and blowjobs, they've been getting screwed. They've been getting shortchanged. They've been getting shortchanged. Don't say they've been getting screwed. They haven't been getting screwed, but they've been getting shortchanged. Okay, God bless you, sir. It's like and say hi to Sonny Rosenberg. We have an open line at Dave Bud and Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I think what they're trying to say is that most people, like, like, like young people, like virgins, which there must be one or two left in the world over the age of 12, virgins will say, I haven't had sex yet. And I, you know, and that means they haven't had sexual intercourse. It doesn't mean they haven't masturbated or they haven't had oral sex, giving or receiving. But, well, especially if they're in the church, you know. Christians play that game a lot. Do they really? Oh, yeah, we did. Play what game a lot? There's no fact in, in the church. Oh, that game? No, what game are you talking about? It's a semantics game. A semantics. And see, that's the interesting part of it is they say he's the one that's playing a semantics game, Bubba, with, uh, it depends on what is, is, and was, was, and uh, what, what, and we, we, and you know, that stuff, you know. And of course he was playing a semantical game because he's trying to get off the hook because she had her, uh, whatever, the, wherever they had it, okay? Because what about heavy petting? What about heavy petting? Is that sex? Is a hand job? Well, ask, ask your dog. I don't know. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, my opinion on the DJ poll. Yes. Uh, I think it definitely is sex. It uh, is but, sex. Yeah, but more importantly, I think other than Bill and Monica, I would say the, 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 the biggest opinion is probably Hillary. What does she think? What does she think? What do you think he was getting it from her? Hillary thinks uh, Faz what she thinks. She won't do that. <laughs> right. That's right. And I agree. With, I agree with the guy who said the uh, the the, uh, uh, the Catholic girls or the Christian girls, they, they'll do anything other than uh, you know what. Other than uh, intercourse, <laughs> yes. Right, and, and say and say that they they uh, never had sex. Yeah, but, but you know something that raises an interesting point though, because you can give all the blowjobs in the world and do all the other stuff, and if you never had intercourse, you're still a virgin. Right. Right. There that's you go. A, that's the way. That's exactly how they justify it. Oh, Thanks a lot. And have Thank a great you. day. So there you go. So I guess the bottom line is it's good to get in that Catholic church. There's a lot of stuff going on. The girls are virgins, but they're doing all kinds of stuff. And then the, the priest, of course, if the girls won't put out, the priest will always lend you a helping hand or whatever. All you guys out there. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Boy, how Hey, thank you, Chuck. God bless you. You're a great American. Chuck from the sub-center just brought by my lunch. And looks like George got a little... Uh, 20 or 30 big sandwiches in there, too. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. Yeah, hi. You just beat me to the point The point about the um, about the virgin. Yeah, that's uh, a good, that is an excellent point. I dated four girls uh, back in my youth that uh, they all claimed to be virgins, but they all performed the uh, oral sex. They had a good head on their shoulders. Uh, yes, they did. Right. And um, it's, it's oh! like you said, it's semantics. It's just hypocrisy. It's a point of view. To this right. day, they'll say they were virgins. And keep in mind, it was Newt Gingrich that loved oral sex because then he could say he never slept with a bitch. Well, there you go. Okay. And have a great day. Okay. And, and by the way, uh, George wants some of those numbers. We have an open line. Yeah, come on. All you Catholic girls out there that are good virgins that are being real religious like the Virgin Mary, if it was good enough for her, it's good enough for you. And how many times have I tried to tell you that? There's all different kinds of ways to uh, slice the meat. You know what I'm talking about? If you just, just like Joycelyn Elder says on that thing, and by the way, what a funny name that is, Joycelyn. But just like she says, there's more different ways. That's why they have those uh, TV spots in Amsterdam, right there on the, uh, right over public TV. And there's the teenage boy and the teenage girl sitting side by side, and they're masturbating together, is what they're doing.
Oh, my God. I mean, all the way to squirt, squirt. conclusion, yes. Right over your TV set. And they're saying, hey, guess what? There's other ways to, uh, you know. Now, can you see that, like on Channel 7 News tonight? Rick Sanchez and uh, what's the name of the funny eyes? Uh, Mitzel, Marilyn Mitzel? No. No, I can't see that. Get a 90 share, I guarantee you that. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Gone. Okay, that must have been Rick right there. I recognize the sound. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. Excuse me, Neil. Uh huh. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I have the uh, abbreviations from the American Heritage Desk dis Dictionary. Dictionary, yes. Yes. Sexual. Of or involving the union of male and female sex cells and relations, dealings, or associations with others. I don't know what that means. Association with others, like in the Elks or the, uh, the Lion Club? I guess, I guess. But uh, I think that uh, giving a uh, BJ is sexual relation. But I still think that they ought to let the guy go and let him run the country. Okay. All right? I got you down. <laughs> Bye. Two open lines in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560. And I think the bottom line there, they're all cheering Hillary, you know. She's the big hero now. She's going to run for Senate from New York or wherever. Well, why is she the big hero? If she would have been servicing her man properly, we wouldn't have had all this business. We wouldn't have had all the BJs in the White House. We wouldn't have had no mess on the dress. We wouldn't have all this crap going on right now. All of the networks like it a lot, especially MSNBC and CNN and CNBC. They love it. They're sucking it up big time. Bigger than Monica ever did. But if Hillary would have been a good, dutiful wife that, uh, you know, that knew how to service her husband properly and knew that it was not just the Oval Office, but also the Oral Office as well, we would have had to go through all this bullcrap and all those $50, $60 million now. It's got to be a hell of a lot. I mean, how much do you think all these impeachment proceedings are costing? We're talking tens of millions and millions of dollars because the president wasn't getting uh, done properly by his wife, by the ice princess for 14 years. They hadn't done it, by the way. Anything. 21 tool. And, and by the way, hasn't anybody told Hillary that women smoking cigars now is in? You know, she's a little bit on the uh, slow side. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Anyone bent over a chair looks the same to me. Outside of something hanging down there, their back is all I can see. If you're just a little bit too tight for me, I'll use some KY jelly and inside I'll be. What's it matter who you do if they can't see you when they're taking it up the tube? Anyone bent over a chair could be a girl or guy. As long as there's not too much hair, then it should feel fine. Every time I see a brown eye smiling, I'm riding from behind and slipping and sliding. The only thing that shrinks me down from getting hard is when the other one barks. Bend over the chair, I don't care, spread your legs apart. Bend over the chair, I don't care, spread your legs apart. 
145 at uh, 560 WQM. So we've come to a conclusion. We took a survey today, even better than that JAMA survey, and almost unanimous. We had one dissenter. Virtually everyone who called here today said that uh, oral sex was not sex, and anal sex is not sex. Only vaginal intercourse is sex. Other than that, have a good time. Great letter to the editor. Did you read this? Maybe I'll save it. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Okay, sir. I uh, just want to let you know you can add another two votes to that uh, survey because uh, I had a little story you might get a kick out of. When I was right out of high school, this was about 10 years ago, I used to, I guess you could say, screw around with this girl, and uh, she wouldn't, she would, we wouldn't have sex. She said she wouldn't want to go all the way because she had a boyfriend and she felt guilty. But uh, needless to say, we, I got blowjobs left and right, and it, it was like that was okay with her. Left she didn't consider it sex. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's, I, I, I've, I've seen that a lot. A lot of people don't think that it's, as long as you're not, you know, going all the way. Well, if they don't consider it sex, there's only one thing to say about that. Oh! Oh! See you later, Neil. Okay. <laughs> right. I think uh, you guys out there owe us some gratitude, okay? In fact, you owe Bubba. He's the one that invented this, at least in public. Just uh, tell these, uh, these, well, these bimbos they want to stay virgins, okay, but little oral sex, that's not sex. That's just messing around a little bit. We have an open line in Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Now, I don't want to ask you the question about what's going to happen tomorrow. No, seriously, because I'm planning on being very, very ill at about 7.30 tomorrow and calling you and saying, oh, I don't think I'm going to make it in there. It, all depending on what's going because I, I, I anticipate total and utter chaos over here. And like somebody asked me only minutes ago, what's the big hurry here? What's the reason for all this chaotic rush and people running back and forth with cartons full of crap and running back over there with cartons? I mean, are they being evicted from the other building? No. I mean, the, the only possibility is the other building being condemned and torn down. That would make sense to me. Yes. But that, unfortunately, is not happening. So it's not like there's a major emergency, especially after they've stalled these people off and lied to them for I don't know how many years about being in new studios. There's no emergency that they could actually take their time and do it right. But, hey, you're getting a little bit too pushy now. You're getting carried away. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I have to uh, say that I... Can't hear you. I, I have to say that I disagree with everyone. I think that uh, a blowjob is definitely a form of sex. I think in, unless you consider sex a uh, just a uh, vaginal intercourse, I think everything, even masturbation, is a form of sex. You're oh, no. It by yourself. Uh-huh. So, and Peter uh, Peter Worrell is probably giving a uh, blowjob right now down in the minors, actually. Okay, I always said he blew it, and there's a guy that agrees with me. By the way, there's some interesting, uh, we'll be getting to those stories about Peter Worrell in days to come. Maybe a little more than meets the eyes to why he's not here. But we'll be getting to those. We have an open line at Dade 1 at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Oh, it's She can get on her knees and do what you like. All right. She can do you in high heels with six-inch high spikes. <laughs> You'd like her to reveal what she has underneath. Spank her butt like a child, cause she's always a call girl to me. Undercovers with style, she's a cute Monalisa. She'll pay your personal check, MasterCard, or your Visa. She'll call up your wife if you can't pay her fee. 
She'll blackmail you blind, but she's always a call girl to me. Five sixty WQAM. We've got a tank coming up at two from Shula Steak Two. We've got.